Radio Universe. It's a new day. Yes, it is. I am Vaughn Johnson. You got me mad now. You know, you got a bicycle. Feeling good. Well, the st- skeptics and all the people have a little bit of... Let me do this again. Oh, it's live, pal. Sorry. We ride the bicycle in this arena. With my man, man, Pots and Pants, Nick Bacone. That's me. I don't know where the kid is that was riding it, but he ain't on it when they brought it to the ring. Smile at you and kick your face off. I'm down with that. Kick your man! But I don't like it when things aren't going my way. Don't you dare be sour! Woo! He don't know nothing else. <laughs> you know that wrestling, right, he know that wrestling, bro. <laughs> give me a hell yeah! I said give me a hell yeah! What's up, ladies and gentlemen, out there at Internet Land, and welcome to episode 262 of the Straight Shooters, available wherever podcasts are found. My name is Vaughn Johnson, and I'm joined as always by my main man, Pots and Pans, Nick Bacone of Philly Voice and Philly Influencer, and we got yet another fantastic show ahead of us tonight, because what we, what are we doing tonight, Nick? We are live commentating the Goldbergs. We're live commentating something, but not the Goldbergs. No, not today. Oh, that's That's... Wait. That's Nick. That's what Nick wants to do. But I had com- to veto that. It comes on in eight, two minutes. We're not doing that. We're uh, doing since we live commentated Halloween Havoc a couple weeks back. Seems right, like eons ago already. Channel. Hold on, let me change the channel. Yeah, change the <laughs> channel. Get off the Goldbergs. Uh, we're also going to live commentate Winter is Coming from AEW. Uh, so it's like, oh, it's only fair. It's only right that we did AEW as well. You know. Yeah, we don't want to be. We, we don't want to have people uh, lambast me on Twitter for. Uh, calling me anti AEW uh, and do a live commentary for uh, NXT Halloween Havoc. Uh, people who don't even actually listen to the podcast saying I'm anti AEW, saying I always Is that true? always did you get defend. that kind of heat. Uh, I, I did, I did. One particular person even unfollowed me on Twitter because <laughs> he said I was like so pro WWE, and I was like, do you even listen to the podcast? And I mean, he showed himself he he, he doesn't. Listen, so I'll, I'll talk trash on... Well, he should have listened. I yeah, hope he I listens. Know. I'll, I'll talk trash on anybody that tries to say things like that without uh, any knowledge or context. Uh, listen on. to the pod. Listen, we, we kill WWE all the time, so I was a little, little tired of that. So I'm looking forward to this, actually. Yeah, we're about a minute away from the telecast starting. We're watching the end of Gladiator that they played on TNT, uh, one of the many movies Nick has not seen. Uh, but I just got a push alert from ESPN. Rockets agreed to agree to trade Russell Westbrook to the Wizards for John John Wall and a first round pick. Yeah. You always get these notifications a little bit before I do because uh, oh man, as soon as you said that, like uh, it just came up on my phone. So you oh. clearly got it a few seconds before so, I do. Wall John Wall and a first round pick to the Rockets for Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook in Washington with hmm. with Bradley Beal. So that's a, that's a thing as we get started here with AEW. Winter is coming. Leave it to a wrestling promotion to make like a reference to a show that's not on the air anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah, always behind the eight ball. Right, wrestling always just uncool. Right, you can call it anything you want. Like you can make a winter reference to anything, like Winter Wars or Fantastic Snow Day. I don't know something, but like. <laughs> No, winter is coming. Because remember that show, Game of Thrones? Like, yeah, we all yeah, watched it, bro. Yeah. We all uh, watched did, it. Like, it's not on the air now. It felt like a movie. So, do I get credit for that? Watching that? 
at least. You get some credit for it, but I don't. You, you still haven't seen like, but like two movies in your whole life. <laughs> it gave me too much credit. Too much credit. What is this? We got a lumberjack match going on. So I, I, I haven't. I only know there's. Uh, I didn't really go down the card yet for this. Hey, there's you know my guy Rusev that I you know, you know Miro bro Miro <laughs> Miro come on now uh, that I poked a little f- fun at uh, the people that just think that he's being used perfectly at AEW but uh, he's not <laughs> right. so we'll, we'll see um, that's not always the case right so yeah I I only know John Moxley will defend his AEW title against Kenny Omega tonight um, looking forward to that yeah I kind of stayed away from anything because I want to go into this and kind of just see see what happens and now we have like mjf coming on with a promo with that ring i have this i have my sound off do you have yours on can you hear anything i have it on a little bit i can't hear what he's saying now but right. it's all right he's saying something he's saying some stuff <laughs> but um he, he i got a diamond i should have worn my ring <laughs> some more diamond rings yeah. <laughs> my ring is bigger than that that ring tiny tiny but, you gonna uh, so put that on like here. your uh, a Christmas tree or anything? Can it be like an ornament or? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or even at the top. <laughs> at the top is yeah the shining star at the top. <laughs> I ain't risking that thing falling from a, a distance. <laughs> and in my new apartment, I'm moving into with my with my girlfriend here, my baby. Uh, we got hardwood floors, so yeah, I don't I can't risk that falling on some hardwood mm. floors. Just get diamonds make, falling out. Yeah, it's true. Make sure rugs underneath, man. Right, just in case. So, nah. It took me a few months. Uh, I, I moved in January to a place with hardwood floors, and it, it took me a few months to uh, get some rugs because uh, uh, just the uh, circumstances. Uh, so right. I enjoy a rug. Fair enough. I enjoy the rugs. Yeah, well, we got a, we just literally bought a rug and it came yesterday. So. Nice. We're gonna. We got that squared. We got lots of squared away already. It's just a matter of getting the U-Haul truck, which is easier said than done. When uh, yeah. for for the listeners out there, I don't have a driver's license. I am 31 years old without a driver's <laughs> license, and I know that sounds shameful, but don't shame me. I live in a big city where we don't need to drive all the time. Um, but my girlfriend doesn't have one either, so we we perfect for each other. So, uh, yeah, we need to find a way to get a uh, U-Haul truck, and we'll make it happen though. It, it'll, it'll be all right. You could always hire hire guys that have one. Yeah, I guess. Well, I, I did. I did. You know what? I'll send you the info of the guys I hired in January. Uh, they're around here, from around here, the Aston area. So, you know, Philly's not too far, and uh, they were very reasonable. The rate was very reasonable. So, uh, I'll I'll send that to you. Well, thank you, sir. We'll handle that offline. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Oops. on uh, NXT, they're. Bearing a tribute to Pat Patterson, who passed away today. Yes, so. we started off the program without mentioning that, but yes, rest in peace to Mr. Pat Patterson, who... Well, Go ahead. I was going to say, well, we're not the only program, because I don't think AEW had any uh, <laughs> in memory of. Uh, they did announce, uh, you know, like they had an in memory of on Twitter, but usually, right. you know, they would do it on Ooh, their show, too, but... They did Big not. bump by Matt Seidel. But, um, yeah, I mean, Pat Patterson is super influential in, in wrestling, especially for, like, guys who are in WWF in the main events. He helped with a lot of their finishes. You ask The Rock, he's going to say nothing but good things about Pat Patterson. Yeah. Steve Austin, everybody. 
Everybody's got an impersonation. Everybody has a story with he helped them with a finish, uh, helped them, you know, become a better worker. So, you know, Pat Patterson did a lot. He was a legendary wrestler for his time. First ever Intercontinental Champion, right? In that tournament in Rio de Janeiro that no one saw, but it happened, apparently. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) A legendary tag team wrestler with Ray Stevens uh, back in the territory days. And then, of course, uh, you know, was booking the territory with Vince McMahon for years and years before they really brought a lot of writers in. Uh, But... It used to be just Pat and Vince and maybe Bruce Pritchard sitting around a table at Vince's house booking WWF back in yeah. the day. And so, but instrumental, you know, with the Royal Rumble as well. Yeah, he invented the Royal Rumble, right? Yeah. Didn't he come up with the Royal Rumble? I believe so you got if, that. If, if he didn't invent the whole thing, he was like a he had the most, uh, <laughs> you know, to do with it. So they I always he, they always a, credit him for. for I think that. he came up with it, or he came up and he definitely. I think he came up with like how to structure the match too. I think mm. he's the one that kind of originally structured it. So, but uh, yeah, he was of course. I grew up with him, knowing him as a stooge. Yeah, uh, with Gerald Briscoe, which is hilarious to think about. Like he's this legendary wrestler, running around <laughs> doing goofy stuff with another legendary wrestler, Gerald Briscoe. And we just watched uh, the, uh, the WrestleMania Rage Party a couple months back where him and Gerald Briscoe couldn't get into the club. They couldn't get into the party <laughs> yeah, like like right. Red Man. They couldn't get in. That's right. Um, and it's just funny to see those two getting cussed out by people outside the convention center here in Philly because they couldn't get in. Uh, but, yeah, very influential, like you said, uh, was uh, openly gay. Which doesn't really happen in the wrestling industry too often. At least he was he was gay within the wrestling industry. Not many people outside of it knew until uh, Legends House aired. But I think the people who were you know following it intently, like me and you, everybody knew that he was. But he you know he hadn't come out publicly yet. So uh, so that's a thing that you know I'm sure that was tough for him for a while. Uh, but you know. As as much good as he did, it didn't come without some controversy, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, where he was involved in a little bit of a uh, a scandal Scandals. involving yep. just... uh, the, the ring crew back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Barry Orton, I think, was one of the guys that was involved in that. That was a victim, I believe. Um, and his name was at the center of that. And you saw a lot of that on Twitter today, and people... Uh, knocking Pat Patterson. And I don't blame people for doing that. Sometimes you gotta acknowledge that stuff. Sometimes right. it's not like you're desecrating the man's legacy. It's just that's what happened, bro. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> we can't go without mentioning it. And some people decided not to really celebrate Pat Patterson's life and career. A lot more people. A lot of people are going to celebrate his life and career. Uh, some people chose not to, and I don't blame them necessarily because what he allegedly did, allegedly was involved in, was pretty messed up with the with the ring boys. So. We, we we'll talk about we talk yeah. about it all here on the straight yeah. shooters. That's right. I you know I put it out there today. I was like we're not we're wrestling centric, but we, we talk about a lot of different things, and we'll talk about the scandals too. You know, especially when they're yep. pertinent, and that's a big topic today. Um, you know, he he lost his life, but you know people did the same thing uh, when Kobe Bryant tragically yep. died. You know, they brought up his uh, rape allegations. So yeah, right. that's what people do. So. Yeah, I don't think there's any harm in mentioning it. I know some people were offended by that. Oh, at the time, at the time, right? It happened years ago. It's like, but it still happened, right? And it sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, some some people it sucks that it gets brought up, but it, it doesn't mean it. Like, you can't celebrate 
what he well, the positives he did, but doesn't mean we can't we gotta ignore the negatives. You know. Yeah. I agree. It's, it's at least worth mentioning, in my opinion, at least. I mean, some people might feel different, but. No, I'm, I'm with you, and I'm, obviously there are some bad faith people out there that take it too far just to try and make a point, but and Miro just destroyed, is that Joey Janela? <laughs> yeah, he's destroying everybody. Yeah, As he should, though, man. Like Hardy looks like he's 58 years old moving in there. Yeah. It's trying to look like but, it's 2000 again with the, yeah. with the was that velvet? Yeah, that, is that sweet? Yeah, yeah, it looks like it. That shirt? <laughs> yep, definitely looks, uh, maybe. Uh, from that that's angle, something. I know that that is something. See all this oh, stuff. This, this well. is so. It's like working a, out too well. <laughs> a ridiculously choreographed thing to make look unrealistic in yeah in wrestling. I it just didn't, don't like that stuff. It didn't turn out perfect. But Miro should be destroying people, man. Yeah, like this is what he was time. in WWE, and then they said, you know what, you're done with that. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, made uh, him a jealous boyfriend. Uh, and then he became Rusev Day, and it was funny, and it was good, mm-hmm. but they never, I don't think he ever got a one-on-one match with a title in WWE. Yeah, I don't even remember. I, I kind of blocked that out. I, I I was angry about it, and this was around the time WWE was just really bad all, all together. You know, storylines. What Guevara just to. <laughs> and even the end ring product was kind of like lame. And uh, I was just like, Check out. It is cold out there. There, like I can see the breath. Yeah, I wonder it's how they're little, gonna they're gonna it's say it's a chilly in Jacksonville in the winter. I mean, winter is coming, right? That's the whole <laughs> point of the show. <laughs> what 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 if they're like piping in cold air and making it? Like, that'd, that'd be wild. Yeah, wouldn't put it past uh, it the can, wrestling company doing something like that. It can, it can in a good a way. I'm not, I'm, don't worry, I'm not trashing AEW. <laughs> it can get a little cold in North Florida now. It is. There was someone there, I think, uh, isn't a wrestling reporter, Scott Fishman, like in Miami or based out of Miami, and he was saying it's yeah, like yeah. Freeze, freezing down there now, according to him. It's, it's it South might Florida? be like 50 degrees or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's 50 degrees up here right now. We're like, whoa, it's warm up here for November. <laughs> right. Or now December. Yep. The, this week is the first I really used the heat because it's been right. mild for so long, and it's so annoying i'd rather just be cold from like october to march or april i'll, I'll take i'll take uh i'll take oh, oh that was out. the worst elimination <laughs> ever <laughs> oh uh, man we got jungle boy in there Unreal. all by himself but um shout out to scott fishman by the way he's a, he's yeah. a good reporter yeah. down there in south florida good guy enjoy reading this stuff always good yeah Here's a Sammy Guevara blocked me on Twitter for calling him out. <laughs> Interesting. Jungle I don't know Boy. If I'm blocked on Twitter. I guess you, you got to go with. I'm going to go with Warlow, I guess. Oh. Out of these final four, we got Jungle Boy, Sammy Guevara, MJF, and Warlow. So I have my choice. Ooh. And this is just weird why don't you just go in the ring and stop all this apron crap <laughs> <laughs> i hate it just as much when oh ooh. oh my ooh, i don't like that bump nah. Jack, jungle boy just took <laughs> yeah that was bad that didn't look ooh. good yikes yeah wardlow's definitely winning he has to win right you would think he wins yeah I, you know it, it makes when wardlow turns on mjf right 
Tully. <laughs> Just chilling. Oh, Orange uh, Cassidy was still involved. That's right. How about that? Have Orange Cassidy. Now I have this on and the TV closest to my laptop, so I will be trying to pay attention to everything. As I normally do, but <laughs> I did not realize Orange Cassidy was not eliminated. So, oh, right. they're going to. Oh. Uh, <sighs> He's holding on to him. <laughs> That's going to be all mad. <laughs> Uh, Superman punch? Okay. Yeah, maybe Orange Cassidy. Oh, another maybe, Superman uh, punch. <laughs> well, I don't know. He's getting too much offense in here now for me to think he's going to win. Well, oh, oh, my goodness. Well, at least Warlord tried to make it look like he was trying to hang on. <laughs> Who is it? What's going on here? Oh, it's the best friends. Uh, oh, they're going to turn on him, aren't they? That's messed up. Uh oh. No, it's a good, no, no, it's. Oh, are they crack like yeah? Yeah, this is uh, the best friends are gonna turn man. on them. But they could, so they could just come into a battle royal like that. Wait, what's going on? What's happening? Oh, here comes Miro. What's going on here? <laughs> Wait, is this a weekend at Bernie's type thing where Orange Cassidy just <laughs> collapses? <and laughs> <laughs> we can have Bernie's, but have you, I'm assuming you've seen We Can Have Bernie's. You yeah, I, I know. I know the memes. I know the memes. I have a watch. You haven't uh, seen We Can Have Bernie's? <laughs> no. Ooh, man, you're talking about a classic. I haven't seen that movie in years. I haven't even seen Christmas Vacation all the way through. Jesus, we're not going to talk about this no I more. I just know Chevy Chase is in it. <laughs> we're not going to talk about this no more. What I did watch is Home Alone and Home Alone 2. Those are two of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. Two favorite Christmas movies. Oh, you too. Okay, okay. Maybe we'll have to do a deep dive in one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Any wrestlers in Home Alone? (laughs) Trying to think off the top of my head. We can talk about that uh, old shovel guy. He might have been a wrestler back in his day. (laughs) Old shovel guy. (laughs) (laughs) They named it like Old Man Marley or something like that. Something like that. Was it Marley? I don't think it was Marley. He put the bodies... In the trash cans, <laughs> <laughs> salt, salt, them. and just and just everybody knew that he was just doing this <laughs> without just calling the police. Leave him alone; he won't do it to you. Okay. <laughs> All right. First commercial break for Winter is Coming. Winter is Coming sounds like an independent show. Oh wow! It was Old Man Marley. How about that? Look at my Look knowledge. At that. Home Alone knowledge is strong. But doesn't Winter is Coming sound like a, a, a independent show like that's trying to yeah play off of yeah. Game of Thrones? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure you've seen. I know I've seen like t- on Twitter the posters for shows from independent promotions or wrestlers who are promoting the show that they're going to be on, and they got the name. That's like they tweak the name. It's like a pun or something like that. Uh, that's what this sounds like <laughs> to me. If you told me this was a AAW show, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Now, now here's the thing. What happened last week, Thanksgiving Eve, and nothing on AEW or even NXT was like felt Thanksgiving themed or anything? There was no difference in the set. Mm. What, what was going on with that? And then you come up the next week with Winter is Coming because it's <laughs> December now, even though it's. It, <sighs> that's it's officially man. winter, right? No, I think that's like the 21st or 22nd, something like that. 
Of December? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, it's still technically coming, so. <laughs> yeah, so I just, I get annoyed because I, I, I grew up with, like, Thanksgiving and wrestling, and now it's, like, nothing. They don't even want to be associated with the holiday. And I, I get, it, it's funny, I guess, because, you know, as I grow up and as we grow into adults, we understand, like, just exactly, like, what Thanksgiving was, you know, way back when. Right. But, you know, with me growing up and those, like, Survivor Series Thanksgiving night, Thanksgiving Eve, you know, like, at least, I don't know. Thanksgiving it, used to be a big deal in wrestling, bro. Yeah, like, and Christmas. It's be both of those nights, people, thousands of people from all around the country will go to wrestling shows. And for whatever reason, promotions just bailed on Thanksgiving. Yeah, like, like, blackballed. I don't know. <laughs> Thanksgiving is blackballed. Right, it's like it's either like, you can get them in the building or you can get them on pay per view. Like, people are home on both of those days. Yeah. So, like, they're out in the streets. I mean, I, I, so you can at least get them on pay per view, but. I don't know. People go out. They leave their houses on Thanksgiving. Like people, like you see football games every year. People are at yeah. the football games. Like you know, no matter what the Lions' record is, the Lions got a good crowd on Thanksgiving. Uh, the Cowboys the same thing, and whoever's playing that third Thanksgiving game, it's the same. It's a big deal. Uh, Christmas, the NBA is taking full advantage of Christmas, and they get a, like what five, like four or five games on that day. Yeah. Uh, now and those and those arenas are packed for Christmas. Th- th- these like- are global entities too. It's not like right. just the United States. They're they're global. So you know WWE can can they can say they're a global company all they want, and that maybe that's why they don't want to focus on like a know, traditional maybe. American holiday. But <laughs> that's what the other global leagues do. So what the hell's wrong with it? I like, mean and, Thanksgiving and- Eve. Th- those. People will be back on Thanksgiving at their houses, spending it with their families. So, I don't know. WWE does want a, a show at the Garden traditionally the day after Christmas every year. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I'm not. If you're if you're a, a talent, you probably would rather be home on Thanksgiving and Christmas than on the road. Right. Uh, you know. But if you're a promotion, like I don't know. I don't know what happened because again, like you said. NFL takes advantage of Thanksgiving. The NBA takes advantage of Christmas, and they make a lot of money. Like Christmas for the NBA is like probably the biggest regular season night day of the year. Yeah, and it's super early in the season. It's like maybe t- twenty games in. I mean, people, but that's a they put a hell of a lineup on on the docket every year on Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> like they don't yeah. play like they don't play games, you and it, it. it's all, all, only marquee teams, only marquee players, only marquee matchups. And those crowds are packed, and they make money on, th- on Christmas night, on Christmas day, all day. It is one hundred percent the biggest NBA regular season day of the year. Right, that it, and maybe it, Martin Luther King Day is the second, but yeah, you see, Christmas like, is definitely number one. The Sixers completely trounced the Bucks last year mm. on Christmas. Man, and what people, a day! People were talking about that like two months later. That's how much that meant to people. It's like I'm like, all right, relax. Like, come on. And that's that was a big when day, the Sixers bro. were okay, but then they went on that downward spiral, and people were like, oh yeah, well, let's see what happens in the playoffs. This is before the COVID but, lockdown and all that. But Christmas, bro. Like, man, exactly. <laughs> Remember Christmas? I'm like, man, get that out was of a here good day. <laughs> but um. Got the demo god yeah. out here with uh, Chris yeah, Jericho. Jericho versus Kazarian, two two wily veterans going out of here. I'm looking forward to this. Look at that LOD, those LOD spikes. <laughs> Is that what he's going for? <laughs> like, I guess. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know why wrestling kind of abandoned those two holidays. 
Now, it ain't because to... they care for the talent. You know, you don't give a damn about the talent. <laughs> like, <laughs> and because we, we suddenly want the people to be home with their families. They don't give yeah. a damn about that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know why. And like, like I said, the NBA and the NFL is like, okay. I mean, the NFL is already on Thanksgiving. They've been doing Thanksgiving games since like the mm-hmm. 40s or something like that. <laughs> uh, but even college football is on Thanksgiving. Like high school, at least in Philly, high school football on Thanksgiving is huge. I mean, yeah, South Jersey I, too. Yep. Yeah. So I played, according to people that I've talked to from Northeast High School in Philly, we play Central every year on Thanksgiving. It's like the oldest Thanksgiving rivalry in the country, apparently. And this year was the first year that we didn't play since, according to my girlfriend, since World War One or something like that. World War Two. Wow. Like, like, wow. Like it's over a hundred years old. Um, I don't know about a hundred years old, but it's old. It's <laughs> it's up there. Um. Yeah, man, it is crazy. So I, I was know, listening to uh, something re- to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. They were uh, Conrad was talking about Survivor Series '95. That was the first Survivor Series that was not on Thanksgiving night or Thanksgiving Eve. And really, yeah. like they didn't really go into detail of why it was moved to Sunday. It was just like, yeah, we know WWE prefers Sunday pay per views, and that was kind of it. You know, there was no yeah. deep uh, thought process into why the change was made and. You know, I really was looking forward to that, and I was kind of disappointed. I want, I want to know the ins and outs of the decision being made. Was it really right. just, well, it's on Sunday, it'll be easier? It's like, yeah, but it was a, literally a Thanksgiving tradition. Like, and you just move it like that. It, it was right. frustrating. I, I listened. I, you know, I bumped into a Jim Cornette video on YouTube about he's talking about like Thanksgiving. I know that not everybody agrees with Jim Cornette. Especially now we're talking about AEW. <laughs> He's a marked man in AEW. Yeah. Uh, but he talked about pretty much like how thousands of people all over the country would go out on Thanksgiving. And like pretty much the promotions abandoned Thanksgiving. The fans didn't. Uh, it's the promotions. They just said like, nope, we're not doing it no more. So it's just, mm. it's, uh, it's, uh, it's interesting. But we I got, like I said, uh, two wily veterans here, Jericho yeah. and Kazarian going at it. Oh, Kazarian, very much, uh, very nice. much from judging by his Twitter, is very much down for the calls. By the way, good for him, uh, Frankie Kazarian. So, so I guess yeah, we're gonna be rooting for him right now because right, not right, only right. not only is he going against Jericho, but that was a really bad drop kick by Jericho, and I <laughs> and Jericho very much been a goofball on, on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> lately. That's a nice way of saying it. <laughs> yeah, and then on the other channel, by the way, Drake Wirtz was uh, a referee. Oh God, in the first match. So. Drake Wirtz seems like the nicest person. I remember I met him backstage at an NXT house show they did in Philly at the the Tower Theater. Right, uh, yeah. And I was walking through backstage with a PR guy. I think it was, um, oh, man, his name escapes me right now. It's a shame. I, I feel bad because he's my guy, too. Um, is it, ooh, who is the people? You know the PR people from WWE, the names? Joe. Joe Villa. That's who it was. I was walking around with Joe Villa backstage. Shout out to Joe Villa because he was good to me at the WWE. Uh, big Jets fan, Joe Villa is. Mm. Uh, and uh, he's walking me through backstage so I can interview somebody. I think it was w- Bailey or something like that. And Drake Wirtz stopped me. He's like, hey, are you Vaughn Johnson? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, man, I read your stuff, man. It's good. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, thanks, oh, man. Uh, like, Give me your like autograph. That, <laughs> right, like, that was, I, I thought that was super dope. Like, he actually knew who I was. And now I had to hear... You know, he's essentially yeah. hanging out with the Proud Boys. It's like super disappointing. 
It's a shame, man. So. Right. But it's like, uh, whatever. He seemed like he, a nice, a really nice guy. I, I think I heard him on Coco Bandit's podcast like years ago. I think before he became a referee. He seemed like a really nice guy. So, I saw him a few times Ooh, in big bump C- CZW, but uh, never really met him. So, cannot attest to him being good to me or if he would have just been I like, met him for like my face. <laughs> I met him for like <laughs> I met him for like 2 minutes, man, backstage at the Tower Theater that one time and that was and, it. And that's the thing, like that sticks with you especially when they're like that and then you see like all this stuff that hey, Bryce Harper did the same damn thing that, that Drake is doing with, with his Instagram, you know, promoting these crazy conspiracy theory right-wing lunatic type stuff and it's just like damn bryce like damn yeah. <laughs> and it's it's, yeah. it's definitely disappointing and you know he turned out he wound up turning off comments on his instagram because uh, i mean maybe he, hopefully he just doesn't know that like because a lot That's of that happens, happens. That some, happens. some people just yeah. don't know they think they're supporting a good cause but they don't really right. know what the true meaning behind it is exactly. That's you know, and so. hey i've probably done it before in the past without realizing and now i'm kind of like up to speed on okay if i see something kind of do a little research uh you know it's it's still like a new yeah exactly you know you vet things um unlike sean hannity (laughs) (laughs) literally admitted he doesn't vet the info on his yeah own show (laughs) absolutely nuts but uh and by the way I, i i hope you know, I know I come across as kind of like I poke fun at AEW a lot. It's just because I want them to be so much better. And yeah, I, I was thinking about this before we went on the air. I really, I think watching like those old WCW Nitros from '97 before AEW Dynamite started, um, it, it was like the summer of 2019, and I was kind of going through like '96, '97 Nitro. And I was just like, oh, yeah, like, this is what I envision AEW being. They're going to bring back the sport aspect. Tony Schiavone was on commentary, making sense of everything. I was like, this is what I'm looking forward to. And it just, it's not that. So, I mean, it's probably unfair by me to have those specific expectations because AEW, you know, they had only done a couple pay-per-views by then. And they didn't have a weekly show. So I didn't really know what the product was going to be. And I just kind of had this image in my head of what i wanted it to be and it's not that so it's kind of it, to me it's just another wwe type uh entertainment type thing but they, they do a couple things now i like the rankings i like the keeping records and stuff like that but yeah they, they don't do enough to to grab me fully so you know i do kind of and like i said it, it might be unfair but it's all in fun like i don't legitimately hate AEW. I don't legitimately wish them to fail. <laughs> you know, like I they need to succeed for every other wrestling promotion to succeed, honestly. So Yeah. That's why I just hope that you know they continue getting better and I'm looking forward to seeing what they do in twenty twenty one. Well we got some stuff good stuff here tonight. We got Kazarian and Chris Jericho in the ring right now. The two wily veterans that going out of here. I remember watching Kazarian. He was a young guy in TNA. Yeah, he that's was like where, a little bit of a high flyer. Yep, that's what I. He had long hair. <laughs> it was like, long hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was in the X division or something like that. Yep, and he was just Kaz. Remember, he was just Kaz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I remember I would watch like him and Chris Sabin and Alex Shelley like in the X Division. And that was like my first taste of TNA really. That because I don't think in the Philly market TNA Impact was available. It was on like the local Fox Sportsnet uh, yeah, channels before really Spike it. TV. Yeah, I don't really remember watching it at all until Spike TV. Yeah, and uh, so I it mean, it might actually been, come on like on the back you, then. It, it was if you had like the Fox regional channels maybe but i don't know if, like i said if the regional channel was available up here but i don't know if you could buy that package we can get all the different ones that well, was a little too expensive for my household yeah so. it would it would probably been too much but in the philly market it would actually air on comcast sportsnet um, oh okay and, so but go. it would have the fox sportsnet overlay so it was kind of so just that like makes a sense. it was it would be a syndicated type thing and right. It wouldn't be on like every single week though. Like it would be on here and there. It would kind of be around the sports teams, games, and stuff like that. It mostly was on like Saturday nights, I think that that I was able to catch probably, it mostly. They probably bounce so. it around depending on who, the team yeah. schedules. Like you yeah, said, exactly. the Sixers game on that night, they're not going to play t- Impact, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. And so yeah, I was excited when they moved to Spike TV, and I liked TNA for a long time until they just. Decided, and I even thought it was good they were bringing in high-priced WWE talent because I was like, okay, like they're serious about this, and the in-ring action was great. I, I liked a lot of the storylines going on, and then they just lost their way, and it was just, yeah. I was kind of like, Ugh. then they brought Bischoff and Hogan in, and I was like, okay, maybe this will work. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, it, it was nope. a wrap at that point, but that, that impact is, you know, kind of steadied that ship a little bit. It's a shame that we hit the pandemic. I would have liked to yeah. see how yeah things could have gone with without the pandemic. How many fans it could have possibly drawn. Uh, it's good that they're still going. It's good that they're still like doing shows during the pandemic. Obviously, mm-hmm. honestly, like not everybody is able to do that. Um, <clears throat> but you know, it yeah. seems like they kind of st- at least steadied the ship. Yeah. Uh, and it's like I said, it's a shame that we had this pandemic that they can't you know advance a little further. But it's good to see like MLW is doing shows again. Uh, yeah, like, that's the promotion. Shows. I definitely need a lot of people are really lauding MLW for their shows, so I get, definitely got to catch up on that. Right. So it's good to see some promotions able to still, you know, work it out during uh, the pandemic. You know, I mean, it, it it's tough because it's it's dangerous, honestly, yeah. <laughs> especially now that the numbers are back up. Uh, but you know, people got to work. You know, I understand <laughs> that people got to get their families. Look at this here. We got They're really teasing MDF, uh, this towel throw. Yeah, MGF like, almost threw in the towel for Jericho, and Sammy Guevara snatched the towel. And the world's worst Boston crap, <laughs> like. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that was that like the rock sharpshooter. <laughs> yeah, right, really. <laughs> oh. I tell you, man, no one can quite do it like Owen Hart did in 1994. Mm. Probably my favorite uh, towel <laughs> throwing hmm. angle. <laughs> Legitimately crying. The Together. best towel throwing angle of all time. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh. Caught his ass. Yeah, that's it. Damn. He only needed but, help. Um, only needed helpful distraction. The, the second best towel throwing angle of all time was it the Usos recently? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, or maybe it was Arnold Scullin all the way back in eighty. Was it eighty four? Oh, for a Bob Backlund, for, yeah. <laughs> which is where, where that all like stemmed from. Which is like crazy to think about. It was like ten years later, and they're doing that towel angle, and like as you know, I'm still eight years nine years old i'm just like what is going on like this is so weird but i loved it because everyone made it seem so real so then when he was like begging somebody to throw in the towel i was like why can't he just throw it in but i was like oh i guess because he's technically black backlands 
corner man, so he needs somebody else to throw it in. It was just so perfect, man. Love it. <laughs> and now we have. Oh, <laughs> we got a fight. We got a fight. Sammy fight. and MJF. That'd be funny to watch. In a circle fight. A war in a circle like, is exploding. Why pushing people? He's <laughs> a toothpick. Jericho on the mic. Stop it right now. I, so I have the caption on, but it's obviously delayed. But I will say, when I watch Impact, I put the closed caption on. They don't have a delay because obviously pre-taped, but... The the caption comes on as they're talking, which is really mm. so much easier to follow. Didn't they just like didn't MJF just join the inner circle? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like <laughs> he just he joined say? like two weeks ago. <laughs> Did he just say like they're gonna break up forever or something? I don't so know. Like, the inner circle's pissed. I'm turning. Follow the caption, but just because two people are yelling at each other, you're gonna threaten to break up the group. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Tight titles up for grabs tonight? I don't even remember. You see, usually when I would, you know, go into school, go into work, I would print out like the lineup and whatnot, so at least I have the matches. But I don't even do that anymore, so I have to go on my phone. <laughs> I don't even know if they're... Hmm. You young bucks. All right. <laughs> hmm. The acclaimed. Anthony Bowens. Great talent he is. Now, if you had just took a picture of these two, of these four people, and you told me which two guys you think would beat the other two guys up, I'm taking the black guys every day over the young bucks. The young bucks just don't like they could beat anybody up. <laughs> As I know everybody likes the young bucks, <laughs> and they're great wrestlers. But well, you, yeah. you see these two jacked up guys from the acclaimed, and I guess the young bucks is like, no. <laughs> and then a steel chair drives four people away. Okay. I mean, <laughs> makes sense. One to steel me. chair, four people. <laughs> like, you couldn't. That's what always cracks me up, too, about, like, the whole baby face making a save with, like, a weapon, but it's, like, five people that run away. It's like, man, you guys that, could easily what, jump him and just take that weapon away. That's what makes him heels, bro. At least the baby faces came. WWE, they just got beat up. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been it. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and the promo probably would have been way worse because it have been, like, overly scripted. I mean, like, I, yeah, like, promos are better in AEW, but then you, you can see, you know, when they flub their lines, and I have an appreciation for that. It's like, yeah, I make fun of it, but it 
it's it's better to flub your lines when you have an idea of what you're, you're talking about and you know what you're going to say, but you just kind of flub it. And they're not exactly lines given to you, but in WWE, holy crap, man, you gotta you have a whole script and you gotta read and memorize. It's crazy. Apparently, the acclaim made a World Star reference according to Twitter, uh, which you know, that's fun. <laughs> we need more star. We just need more black people in wrestling. I'm sorry, <laughs> dude. <laughs> just need do not more be people sorry. of color in top positions. I'm with uh, you. I'm with you because just it's just I, I don't understand why <laughs> why we're still here like and like this you know you know on Monday Night Raw I would love to see just MVP in, in a top position like he he's Bobby Lashley bad. probably is the one in the top position you know what I, I agree with that either one of them but, uh, at but the, honestly as it's champ. just but just one person I would put in the top position was two people it just so happened they're married to each other and that this is just a coincidence. <laughs> Bianca Belair would be my top female, and Montez Ford would be one of my top males. Yeah, they definitely have the, that it factor that everyone talks you, about man. that in the business. Like, do they have that it factor? It's like, man, they have that more. <laughs> they got it. Like, if it's if you put if you show people photos of, I mean, they could, you put them together, and obviously people are like, oh, look at that, they're a great looking couple, but and they're a power couple, but like, you know. Montez Ford alone on a poster with the hat and the glasses and all that. Star. People will watch. Star. Star. Bianca yep. Belair with the ponytail and the attitude. Star. Mm. Star to an audience that's not currently watching wrestling. And they criminally undermine Raw Talk and Talking Smack because I think a lot of good stuff happens there. Bianca Belair is great on Raw Talk or Talking Smack now. She's on SmackDown. But even the Street Profits on either one of them, they were on Raw and now they're on SmackDown. Like, those shows are still kind of doing what they set out to do years ago when they started it before they stopped. Like it's not, it doesn't feel scripted and it, it's not like, you know, completely behind the curtain, but you could tell that it's, it's more real than what you see on USA or Fox. So I, I like that they brought it back and I like the interviews that have been happening on there, but Man, I wish they would like highlight them on the shows on Raw or, or SmackDown, at least highlights or something. Like, a, what, what's wrong with like a fifteen second package of, you know, there's like usually two or three people uh, guests that come on. It's not even a half hour. A lot of times, like twenty, twenty three, twenty five minutes max. I love it. Like, that's what they should be highlighting too, and that's why I I I think I ignore a lot of what happens during the show just so I could watch the Raw talk, you know, the next day because I don't watch it after Raw or Talking Smack Saturday morning. Like, it's just great. Yeah. Layla Hirsch is a... I'm not familiar with her, but I'm reading a story about her right now. She's apparently a Russian-born wrestler. Which, by the way, AEW... A bunch of promotions... They would be better making a show like that, like kind of behind the scenes. Dark is already like now three hours or some crap. So, AEW Dark is three hours. <laughs> well, the one Whoa. episode was like two hours and forty six minutes. I did not watch that. I don't know what the one this week was, but last week's it was like <clears throat> two hours and forty six minutes. So, I did not watch that, and uh, mm-hmm. I would love for them to have like more stuff like that. That's, I guess, it would have to be on YouTube, and I got to do a better job of like 
going to their YouTube or social media. They just got to kind of step it up because I'm so used to what WWE does now on WWE Network. It's kind of like I just go there and I find it. It's right there, Talking Smack or Raw Talk or whatever. But AEW, it's like got to search for it. Which, you know, again, I have to do a better job at it. I'm like Doug Peterson here. <laughs> got to do a better. Andy Reid, too. Got to do a better job. Maybe I can come in and uh, study Carson Wentz and see, see what his deal is. I think, uh, think you can leave a door open for me. Say what now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just so depressed watching that team. I I feel bad for you because <laughs> don't you have to like try and find the good highlights? <laughs> oh, man, I'm just doing my job. <laughs> I'm just doing my job. Oh, I get so frustrated. See everybody Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Four twenty-five, right? We shall see. Uh, I believe so. It's, it's uh, so, so funny because... I don't know why we're a 425 game. We're playing in Wisconsin. <laughs> we do mm. not... Do we, is this really a 4 o'clock game? Yeah. It, it is right now, at least. We're not going to flex out of that. I don't think so. Not with yeah, the you're right. 425. I think... Are we America's game of the week? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. Uh, I would I think... Night games and late starts, especially when I was going to the stadium. I haven't been to the stadium in a while because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but night games are tough. I'm just going to say it, keep it that way. Like, they are tough. <laughs> like, it just is. It's a long day. Uh, I get home really late, and I pretty much back to work maybe only like an hour or so later than yeah, usual. That's, like, that's crazy. Yeah. It's, that's Imagine trying to go to bed is. right after your team gets smashed. Uh, look. <laughs> If it's an eight o'clock game, I might get go to bed around like two o'clock. Mm. Um, four o'clock game, you know, obviously earlier. But um, I used to not mind night games as much uh, because I was working overnight anyway. But now that I work for the team, I don't work overnight anymore. <laughs> night games are tough. They're f- they're great. You know, obviously it's great for the notoriety of the team. You know, you're in the spotlight. Uh, yep. Big time matchups, you want those. It means your team is good when you're in those prime time games, you know. But yeah, I look one o'clock is good for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good with one o'clock games. Same, same. Look, they have this winter is coming uh, thing on the big screen, but they have like nothing around the set. Yeah, we need some snow falling like, or something. Yeah, or even like just got blue on lights. the sides, like. Ooh, she had a hit on that guardrail. I, I just what? Uh, why did LED face. take over everything in pro wrestling? It's not just AEW. It's not just. It, it might be. It's, ooh, that's a. That's, that I'm sure it's tough. like. It might be cheaper to. Yeah. Right, that's what I'm saying. It might be cheaper to do it with just put an LED board up and turn make it blue instead of having like a practical thing. And but I hate it. How many times can you use that thing? <laughs> and I get it. It's like it's cost effective. Like you said, you can use LED boards as much as possible. I prefer. The you know the actual like set and yeah that's why you get a warehouse and, like and you just store it there and bring it out the next year. AEW's young company. <laughs> you, you should have a winner is coming every year now, and just you know store whatever you get. Like that's it was so simple in the early nineties. All they had was the banners really, and they would hang from the rafters, and that was 
to me, it was like, oh, oh yeah, this gave me that unique feel, like Survivor Series. Don't forget the little black sign they had. The little black sign they were having in the mid nineties. Oh, armbar. Oh, the uh, neon sign. No, the little black oh. sign will hang up on top of the Titan Tron. Like it was to say SummerSlam on it, something like that. Well, or yeah, on the rafters when you had that hard camera shot, it was above the ring. No, I'm, I'm talking about when they would come out, like the little entranceway tunnel thing. Oh, like, with, uh, was, like okay, and it just be. A, Little black sign on top that said the event name. Yeah, that's true. They, they, I think they started doing that like the mid nineties. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I said the mid nineties. Oh well, <laughs> I'm <laughs> thinking of uh, different things here and there. But yeah, I miss that. Like even the banners. I was like, yeah, that gives this u- event a unique feel just because the banners were different. <laughs> Not even like a set. It was just the banners that did it for me. So, but it doesn't I've work anymore. Seen... Not these LED. At least AEW doesn't have LED ring aprons that are just completely ridiculous. So, I've never seen this Layla Hirsch uh, woman wrestle. Uh, I'm not either. But I like what I've seen so far. Yeah. I like her style. I think it'd be dope if we had more people. Honestly, more. She's like a brutalizer. Like her, or definitely could be a brutalizer. Right. She's a little. I guess maybe her height might. People might people go. Oh, I don't know about her, but. She's got the skill set. I mean, we made Finn Balor a champion. Ooh, that's it, though. But, um... Uh, The rings of Saturn. (laughs) Oh, Oh, with a a mandible claw. Oh, no. (laughs) See, that's a a good finish. That's a good finish. Oh. I did enjoy that. (laughs) She's like, get off me. That ref is wearing sleeves. It's cold out there. <laughs> Can't remember the last time I saw a ref wearing sleeves. Early ninety, early nineties WWF. Oh, when it had the long jo- Joey Morella. Joey Morella always wore sleeves. <laughs> With the long sleeve shirts, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. The long sleeve. Yeah, always wore the long sleeve. Danny Davis, I think, too, always wore the long sleeve shirt. Earl Hebner never did because uh, he just knew he would probably rip it. Ooh. <laughs> I always laugh at these pull-aparts. Right. I just, I'm so 2020 <laughs> pro wrestling. It's like, all right. <laughs> yeah, more people. Who's just coming down now? That dude looked like Eric Young and that. No idea. The, like the two more people Jerry made man. all the difference. Yeah, right? exactly. When they had six the two, people, that two wasn't men. enough. Two men. Of two course. guys came out and put a stop to these young, these young ladies doing crazy in the ring. Oh, now it's time for you know, they've Ooh. had enough of that. So now we're going to highlights. <laughs> right. right. They probably they done fight, fight. All right, right let's now. see what happened two weeks ago. Yeah. Turned on Cody. Oh, this this was funny. <laughs> He had said something. Uh, Cody was like, "Why does your son take lesson training lessons from me?" <laughs> Taz was like, "I can't <laughs> believe you said that." Like off the mic, he was like, "I can't believe That's you funny. said that, man." Maybe laugh. 
Damn it! Not happy with your NFL picks or fantasy lineup? Luckily, we have you covered. Follow Fox Sports The Gambler for its Sunday service. This is what we needed. Our sports wagering wizard, Mark Drumheller, fantasy guru, Tony Jigsaw Catillo, and Eagles insider, Victor Williams, serve up a Sunday feast. That's what you do, TV! Of winning players, picks, and everything you need to start your work week off on the right foot. Always tune into Fox Sports The Gambler on the iHeartRadio app or 1025 FM. I like this. See, that's the tough part. This like group from Taz. Uh, this tough guy group from Taz. Yeah. It reminds people that Taz used to be a badass in ECW, <laughs> by the way. Dude. Before he became an announcer. I absolutely think that was kind of like when Stone Cold Steve Austin was getting his attitude in 96. It just reminded me of Taz. And that was when, like, I, I started watching ECW. And it just, to me, Taz was the badass in ECW. It, there was no competition. Like, he was the guy that I was like, man, if I ever ran into him, like, I would be scared. I remember the Echelon Mall and Voorhees. They would have uh, a lot of wrestlers come and sign autographs and stuff. And I think one time Taz was like a replacement for somebody. And I was like, I don't want to meet him. <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> I was like 11 years old, scared as hell. But I did uh, did meet the Sandman. He didn't scare me. <laughs> With his cigarette and cane, Singapore cane. Too funny. I love Aaron with the laminated sheet of paper. Like it's his game plan. It's got it's color coded. <laughs> He's see, really a coach out there, see, man. See, he needs a headset. <laughs> that's the type of thing I would just poke fun at on like social media, and people would be like, "Oh, you just an AEW hater." But it's like, nah. Like I think it's funny. I like it. It's because uh, I think different. it's hilarious. Yeah, it really makes him like a coach. Like I don't know what he is. He really calling plays? Is there really strategy <laughs> on it? Does it really have to be laminated? It's like or color coded? <laughs> I don't know. But <laughs> it's I. He really calling uh, the plays out there. He's a coach. It's like if he does this, then you go this way. <laughs> you got to counter this with this. I would love to see what's actually on it. <laughs> I would love to see what's actually on that. I would love to see if it's like a menu for a restaurant, or something like that, or like something. Because you know it's nothing on there. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, uh, you know, people have voices of wrestling and uh, others uh, think Layla Hirsch isn't that good. Of course, they just got to. She's all right. I liked what I saw so far. Me too. This is why, like, I I wouldn't be able to cover or or do wrestling like 24-7 like like these guys because they... And not like voices of wrestling, it's just like anyone that does it, like any any company, any person that does it. Like once a week's enough for me. I'll write about it. I'll interview whoever. Like it's a full time job, but doing these things twenty four seven and trying to just play the play the person who who decides who's good and who's not. That's just not me, and I'm not, I'm not going to do that. But it just makes me just. She was fine. Let, it just makes me laugh. And he's like, she's not that good. And it's like, it's, okay. 
Does it matter? Yeah, she was good. Like I didn't. She was fine. Like I don't. I didn't see anything that was like, ooh. Like she is she Shawn Michaels? No. <laughs> like, not everybody is going to be Shawn Michaels. Like I. I think we kind of hold some people to too high a standard. Well, is she like a, a is she tweet? the best ever? No, I mean she didn't look like the best ever in this one match. It's also one match, and she also it looks like she's relatively new to the business. I mean I don't know how it looks like she's only been wrestling for a couple years. It looks like. Uh, from what I was just reading up on, um, but she'll be alright. There's, there's definitely something to work with there. It, it's just like okay, we had a match. It, yeah, it wasn't five stars, but then just a, a tweet from them, just like I continue to it's be also, perplexed at my time. But it's also it's like, one match, though. Yeah, <laughs> like I haven't seen her in a bunch of matches. Maybe other people have seen her in more matches, and they can be like, oh yeah, she, she's not that good. Maybe they've seen more of a sample size from her. I have not. So in that no. one match, I'm not going to just be like, nope, not good. Like I, I don't know how you can judge anybody in any realm or sport or anything like that. You see somebody play one game, like not good, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, you know, right. it's, a, it's your first time seeing them. Like that doesn't doesn't work that way. You know, like yeah, and ah. it's a, a larger part of the reason why I just I have a heart. The only way I would be able to enjoy watching like AW or WWE that the mainstream wrestling is if I just got rid of the internet and never went on it again. Um, and then I just like kind of turn it on and I, they have, I, I like them, you know, they reached out to me before, you know, like I, you know, it is what it is. Uh, the voices of wrestling is very, uh, negative, I think, I think AW but, did a good thing and, bringing in somebody like that like you can bring in all the top just former wwe people uh and all that or you can bring in some top independent names or guys who aren't signed but uh, there's nothing wrong with bringing and in this somebody will be like the, that either and they're the same people that'll be like oh well they have aw dark for a reason it's like man shut up like she, she can be on dark she don't have to be on tv every week that's like she can be on dark. Well, they, I I would prefer they sign people like her who maybe I mean, obviously she could be. If you want to get better workers, I guess you want to you want to have better workers. You want to have good workers. Obviously, you don't want to just sign a bunch of developmental projects. But you can create your own stars too, and they're doing that. They got guys like Ricky Starks in the ring, Darby Allen, Powerhouse Hobbs. Like they got guys who haven't been on WWE television, and they're mixing them in with people like Cody Rhodes and Jericho and Taz and stuff like that. Fine, but the only thing with ADW is that they they don't have enough TV time for all their talent. Like, right, right. They got two hours of TV, and, they, and you said like Dynamite was two hours and forty six minutes. Probably to justify, you know, having all that talent. <laughs> Josh Lopez on Twitter at the Hoots Podcast said, "Arn Anderson, the Matt Nagy of managers," mm. <laughs> And he should know. He's a Chicago Bears fan, so that makes me laugh. I ain't got nothing to say about that. <laughs> He's definitely not uh, the Doug Peterson of managers because Doug actually uh, won a Super Bowl, so Cody Rhodes has not won the AEW title yet, so we can mm. effectively not compare the two. Mm. I still think yeah. it's hilarious how Art Anderson comes out with a laminated yeah. game plan. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if they've done it yet, but I need like vignettes of like, Arn like really putting together a game plan like a thick binder of, of plays <laughs> like <laughs> and this film study <laughs> yeah this is a tag match too it's not even like a one-on-one <laughs> right so he, he not like, give like darby allen he's not coaching <laughs> darby allen nope 
So, like, when, <laughs> when, when Darby tags you, go this way. Like, <laughs> if, if Hobbs is the legal man, go this way. <laughs> this makes me laugh. I, I think I think it's hilarious. Uh, maybe because I just watch football. Yeah, a lot I'm of football. Obsessed with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm obsessed with it. So I think it'd be hilarious. Maybe he's a CFL coach. I know you're a big CFL. Maybe, fan. maybe. Back to Layla Hurst for a second. AEW needs more female talent, by the way. So hundred percent, hundred percent. So you can't just like, like I, I understand critiquing wrestling ability if that's you know what you want to say your job is as whatever you do but they, that's they fine. could that's use a lot more a lot more <laughs> yeah exactly i couldn't believe oh man what was it was it last week or the week before somebody had penned an article about how diverse AEW was and i, I did a double take i was like what like are they watching the same product i am because diverse diverse how not, exactly Exactly. I see what I see in WWE. A lot of white guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, let me see if I can find that. Because I remember just being like, "What?" And what's funny is people are comparing that to that whole WrestleJoy thing. Did you uh, check that out? Did you get caught up on all that drama or the WrestleJoy uh, brand? No, I'm not caught yeah. up on that drama. I stay away from drama, man. Yeah, I got enough drama going on. You know on. what? Good, good for you, man. I. I should do more of that. I didn't really get involved, but I, I saw I, it in passing. But. Specifically the wrestling drama, because more often than not, mm. it ain't worth it. No. No, not at all. I uh, I guess the two people that were running that WrestleJoy brand uh, made some problematic <laughs> tweets that are always going to come Ooh. back and get you. Always. And they went dark, so <laughs> they, had, they haven't Ooh. been on. They went private, and it's like... Yeah, that's not good. Uh, not good at all. So I'm trying to find. Yeah, I am unaware. That was not. Uh, that was not in in. Uh, that was not related, by the way. Like the WrestleZoy thing was not related to this piece that I'm talking about. It was like an article that was said. You're never gonna find. Uh, women representation like you are in AEW, like with women of color and uh, LBGTQ. It's like, wait, but it's talking about like women of color and foreign women like that. It's like Asuka's the women's champion, you know, Shirai's NXT. Right. Like, what are you talking right. about, dude? As if he, WWE doesn't have it. Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler yeah. is, is half Asian. Yeah, he, he I think said, people forget about that. He said something like, uh, you'll never find that in mainstream wrestling or something like that. I was like, well, is, is it WWE No, I was like, is WWE not mainstream? Because they have actually, it's as little representation as WWE has, they actually have more than AEW. So, But isn't AEW considered mainstream? Mind. Yes, yes. I that, that's that what he was talking compared about. Compared to wrestling, like for oh, okay. pro wrestling, it's pretty damn mainstream. It was on Complex, by the way. It was oh. a Complex article. Um, yeah, I'll send you the link. So you can read it. Not now, but whenever you get a chance. And it's just kind of like pe- people. So Phil Lindsay wrote it, and I don't know who Phil Lindsay is, but I always, I, <laughs> I always found it interesting. Under the byline, it says "powered by AEW." I was like, is this a is this like a paid article from AEW? Like what? 
that's weird. Yeah, there was a Powered line. Powered by AW. Kind yeah. of like sponsored content. Exactly, exactly. It was just so weird. But no, that's just stupid to say. Even Bailey is a woman of color. Right. Like This is uh, outside of AEW, fans won't see a title holder like Nyla Rose or Riho at another major promotion in the U.S. <laughs> As okay, Oscar ma- doesn't exist. <laughs> exactly. As a matter of fact, every flag bearer for the division since its inception has been a woman of color. Okay. So I'm not exactly sure what he's watching <laughs> but that was okay. the main that was yeah, the main uh i guess pamela rose martinez is not a woman of color i guess not that's bailey by the way oh okay <laughs> that's what people call aunt pam on twitter i guess sasha banks is not <laughs> right half black half like half white she's mixed mixed biracial uncle snoop dog <laughs> Wait, uncle? Clearly a woman of color. <laughs> cousins, uncle, I don't know. They're related. <laughs> that I did know. And not like not like a loose affiliation either, like like legit related. Um Right, he even uh, did her entrance, know. right? Right, yeah, he did a theme song. Yeah. But no, clear woman of color there. So I don't know. I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, I just sent you the tweet. It was like AEW continues to break the mold in the wrestling industry. I'm like, break oh, the mold. Oh my goodness. I think let's not make AEW out to be more important than what they are. They're great, bros. They're great promotion. They're doing good business by wrestlers. Let's not make them out to be the patron saints. Yeah, of, right. Of I mean, they got a lot, a lot of ways to go, and the hope is that they do change wrestling in the mainstream for good. And you know, they've already done a good job, I think, with uh, you know, considering their wrestlers' employees and stuff like that. Well. Hopefully, force WWE to eventually do the well, same thing. Well, the executives are employees. The other wrestlers are still independent contractors. It's just that they get to work outside of uh, AEW. Right, right. But um, it's a start. No, you know, make- you would hope that. And I think it's just because so many wrestlers just love working so many different places. You know, they could travel and do all these different shows, different types of shows. You know, like, why wouldn't you want right. to be able to do that? Oh, but Darby with, tagged himself in. WWE, you can't do that, so you're not an independent contractor. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, I know. It, it agrees with okay, me. My dog, my dog agrees with you. You're right. That's right. Darby tagged himself in. Oh, Cody like, followed the... Shoulders weren't even on the ground. <laughs> or the mat, I should say. Not ground. What the hell oh. am I talking about? It, it all counts. Fi- referee's decision is final. <sighs> Arn Anderson's happy. Uh, the game plan. I don't know what the game plan is. Where did the laminated piece of paper go? Why was he covering him like that? Clearly, his shoulders were up. Well, maybe they can use that. Yeah, maybe is Arn looking for his? uh... Uh This this took forever, by the way. This uh, attacking Darby Allen. I'm not exactly sure (laughs) what took him so long. Oh, what is Arn Arn doing? Uh He won his. (laughs) Darby, you can have my spot. Oh, <laughs> the liver oh spot. what you doing, baby? Not my dog spot. My Ooh. spot. Arn, sit, sit hit, down somewhere. Did, did Arn's, uh, you know, injury leave his left hand uh, unable I to? See? I don't know if he's ever publicly talked about. It. I haven't listened to a podcast in a while, so we, we got Dustin Rose in the, ring, in the ring right now. Because I haven't driven a lot. So I usually listen to my podcast in the car, but Brian Cage is in here now. 
I liked him in Impact, by the way. He was really good there. So I was kind of like bummed that he left, but Ooh. there it is. <laughs> the F5. <laughs> yeah. Lesnar versus Brian Cage in AEW. How about that? That'd be dope. I'll sign up for that. I actually had a dream a few nights ago. I met Brock Lesnar, and it was 2004 Brock Lesnar because I was watching old SmackDown episodes. It's very weird. <laughs> okay. Very weird. It's like, why are you in my dream? <laughs> it looks like Hobbs is supposed to hit somebody with the belt. Yeah. That didn't. That just broke. That just broke down, <laughs> and now he's just holding the belt. <laughs> yeah. This is this is very weird. He handed it to him, and Hobbs like held it up. And, okay, he's holding it up again. All right, because so everybody can oh, see it, which is, is like what you're supposed to do. Oh, oh, there we go. Okay, hold it up for everybody to see. Darby Allen's gonna like do something. Oh wait. Oh, it's winter. It's snowing. It's it's the it's the uh, what was the king called in Game of Thrones? I only watched one season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, can I can I criticize you for that one? <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> You can criticize me for that. Oh, it's snowing. They got some snow. The Night King. The Night King. Okay. Well, he's here. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, Sting. How about that? I did not expect that, honestly. Whoa! It's snowing. He brought the snow with him. This is pretty dope. Yeah. I'm a fan of this. That's got to be Sting. <laughs> I'm going to tweet that. <laughs> I guess he's like, WWE ain't going to let me wrestle no more. So off to AEW I go. I'm not sure I want to see him wrestle, honestly, but this is cool. I mean, here we are. He's got the gray hair going. I mean, it'd be pretty cool for now. I'm not sure for how long. Maybe he won't be a full-time fixture. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't want him to be a full-time fixture. I will say one of my favorite Survivor Series moments is when he debuted. And just kind of like coming out like that, so I'm a. All right, Sting is 61 years old. Dude, he better not be wrestling. Oh, is he gonna DDT arm? <laughs> this this is how AEW takes over WWEC. Let's get the 61 year old wrestler, right? Goldberg, <laughs> Goldberg comes out <laughs> and, and have, confronts him and now have him like, beat what? up all of our young talent. Yeah. With a baseball, it's pretty dope to see Sting. I'm not gonna lie. It is. It is. Back on TNT. Uh, it's dope for Sarah the moment. Cody. I'm not sure how dope it's going to be for the long term. Let's hope uh, they don't try any more tricks like they do with Matt Matt Hardy moving <laughs> in this empty stadium, moving down rows and stuff. Now, Darby Allen could definitely benefit. I mean, essentially, who is he trying to be? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, he's staring That's him cool. down. He's like, oh, you got face paint, huh? He's like, I had think that hair before. Tough. I had that you hair before. think you so tough, ain't you? You ain't nothing, little boy. You're a little boy, a little dog. I'm a big dog out here. <laughs> they already have a shirt available. <laughs> oh, of course. The AEW that, that's shirt. a smart thing you to know do. That, yeah, exactly. Put your mask on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you can't mark out without the mask. Right, this is a pretty cool moment. Now, what the hell's going on here? We got snow. We got a baseball bat sting. He hasn't hit anybody with the bat yet. <laughs> and he leaves. All right. 
All right, so message sent, I guess. <laughs> okay. I'm down with the fake snow and stuff. Like, that's great. That's great. Yeah, uh, yeah. Those are pretty. They should probably. It's I a, mean, it'd be dope well, if they kept it up, honestly. Is that even fake? Wow, it's on the camera. <laughs> is it real? <laughs> <laughs> that's real snow in Florida right now. But that was cool. That Hey, that was almost a perfect debut. Just come in, stare everyone down, and leave. Is, is, was it? Nah, I mean, like, if he was, what could you? What else could you do? If he was people with the baseball bat, then we'd be, I'd be yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Hitting people, with, clocking people with the baseball bat, bro. <laughs> At least he's not doing, like, a 20-minute promo right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a 20-minute match. This is why I'm here. Like, okay, well, we got to wait we, for that, I guess. Yeah, wait next week, man. I love that. That was awesome. That was a great uh, surprise. Nine, the 9 o'clock hour. How about that? That was dope. Look, I popped. It's Sting. Yeah. I haven't seen Sting. I mean, last time we saw Sting yeah, in the we, ring, like, we both were like, Whoa. Rock, by the way. 2016 when he got hurt? Like, I mean, I guess. 2015, like, actually, wasn't it? 2015. You're right. That's five years yeah. ago. That's over five years ago. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's made. Uh, he might have made an appearance or two since then, but. Um, you know, look, Sting, WWE apparently is not going to let him wrestle. Maybe he wants to wrestle one more match and not go out on that note that he went out on back in 2015. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And, and yeah. give it one more go before he really officially hangs it up because he is 61. Mm. He should probably sit down somewhere. I will say, though, uh, it is dope to see Sting. Like, it's always yeah. like, like, because we haven't seen him. Like, even before he got signed with WWE, we didn't see him, like, I mean, TNA was Impact at that point was in shambles. Um, so when you saw him in Impact, it was like, oh, okay. But back on the mainstream stage, back on like real like national television, whether it was USA with WWE or now TNT with AEW, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool for the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hey. I'm not gonna go like, yo, this is gonna change the wrestling industry. They got <laughs> Sting, bro. Like when I crap on when every time WWE rolls out The Undertaker or Goldberg, and it's like, oh god, here they go. <laughs> <laughs> like. Using these old guys again. There were people that were still clamoring for Undertaker and Sting at WrestleMania next year. It's like it was just not nah, going to happen. I'm past that. Like I don't even want Undertaker to have another match, let alone Sting. Like nah, man, it, it would be the worst match ever. <laughs> you know how Backlash had the be- greatest wrestling match. WrestleMania oh, would have the worst wrestling match. I don't know. They would even be able to bump. I, I, I'm looking forward to the Twitter arguments between WWE <laughs> and AEW fans, though. Cause oh, people it's already like, started. Well, it's already. What, somebody responded to me. When WWE, if WWE brought back Sting, you wouldn't <laughs> pop like this. But he's an AEW, you're going to pop. <laughs> somebody said AEW's already turning into TNA. It's like, oh, like. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, look. Look here. They got Taz. Wasn't Taz in TNA? <laughs> Listen, they got Sting. Is Kurt Angle coming in? Like, uh, it's all about how they do, use them. It's all about how they do the main them. event mafia. Like, I don't know <laughs> the Voodoo Ken Mafia. <laughs> the Voodoo Ken Mafia, not the Voodoo Ken Mafia. That was ridiculous, man. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for. Uh, it. I have the, faith the, that AEW's creative will not be as as bad as TNA's was at that time when a lot of those WWE guys came in. Like Sting, well, not even Sting because he wasn't in WWE yet, but like Kurt Angle, Christian, Booker T, Mick Foley. Like, some stuff was good, a lot of stuff wasn't. So we'll see. 
We'll it's see just, how this it's shakes just out. wild though that pro wrestling. I mean, yeah, nostalgia is always always works, right? Yeah, but pro wrestling yeah. has to use some of these guys in order to get back in some people's mainstream consciousness. Sting is sixty-one 100%. years old, 100%. though, bro. Hey, he. If he's not he's in the, the ring, he's the biggest star in AEW right now. <laughs> that's that's true. As soon as he showed up in AEW today, he is the most notable. Him and Chris Jericho, the two most notable guys in AEW, they're combined over a hundred years old. That's yeah. that's rough for wrestling, bro. Yeah, it that's is. pretty rough for wrestling. John Moxley and Kenny Omega are two super talented guys who are both under forty, and are going to wrestle for the world title tonight. But if they walk into a restaurant, no one's going to stop them <laughs> and be like, oh, my God, it's so Kenny Omega, Jericho and Sting walk into a restaurant. They're going to get stopped. Even Sting without the paint will probably get stopped. <laughs> if he got the shades on, people might recognize him. Sting with the paint, though, is definitely getting stopped. I don't know if he walks around with the paint in the restaurants, <laughs> though. <laughs> That'd be weird. <laughs> but that's the problem with pro wrestling. That's a problem. Yeah. yeah. And it's dope to see Sting for that pop, that nostalgic moment. Oh, Sting! Like, like I popped. You all heard it. Like, I just did it because <laughs> I didn't see it coming. And the, the panel they said they signed into a multi-year contract. Oh, That's wow. wild. He is into his sixties. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's see how old, legit, like how old Sting is. Um, like honestly. So, so I'm not going off of Twitter. Sting is 61 years old. He turned hmm. 62 in March. Hmm. So, we'll see, man. We'll see. But I think it's still an indictment on pro wrestling that the two biggest stars in your promotion are 62 and 50. 61 and 50. Yeah. I'm going to tweet not that just out, a, That's not just an AEW issue. I'm going to tweet that's, this out. That's a WWE issue. That's a, whole, that's a wrestling issue. That's, that's a WWE issue. That's yeah. an AEW issue. I think it's a pro wrestling issue. So I'm not just knocking AEW for that. Because their biggest star, honestly, is probably uh, The Undertaker. Like, at this point, like, the way they've been promoting <laughs> right? him. Right. The way they've been promoting him, and he's well into his 50s. You got Brock, who's, I think, over 40 uh, or close to it. You know, I mean... Yeah. They just really spoofed the live TVs. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't think that was real. I have to say, whatever that was. AEW sent out it's a press just, release. It's just interesting. Let, let me check my email then. If they sent out a press release, I should have gotten it. You know, I didn't is get it, the uh, Tony Khan media call the other day, like a lot of other people. It's just an interesting thing to think about. He speaks next week. They already got him down to talk. He just showed up. So this is what Tony Khan says in the press release about Sting. The surprise introduction of Sting was a great way to celebrate our biggest episode of Dynamite yet. It's not even over. <laughs> uh, that's that's <laughs> right. me, that's me uh, saying that, by the way. This is, uh, yeah, but like, let's see had, the ratings tomorrow. Yeah. Tony adds, 
when AEW launched, I was ecstatic to bring wrestling back to TNT for after a very long absence. Sting defeated the legendary Ric Flair in the final wrestling match to be shown on TNT for more than 18 years until the debut of Dynamite in 2019. Now, almost two decades later, it's such a thrill to welcome Sting to AEW and bring him back home to TNT. Look, I'm not blaming. I'm not necessarily blaming AEW for signing Sting. Like you, you got a chance to sign Sting. You and, and as a pro wrestling promoter in 2020, you probably signed Sting. All right, like because he, again, he's a bigger star than everybody else on your <laughs> roster. Uh, it's just like I said, it's an indictment of pro wrestling. Because if when Steve also was on top, there were no 61 year old wrestlers coming out beating anybody up. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. But, uh, what's his name? Bruno San Martino wasn't coming out and getting like being the biggest star in the, in the company at that point, <laughs> right? You know, saying '98, like that just wasn't happening. You know, can can you imagine? <laughs> you know, Nature Boy Buddy Rogers wasn't strolling out, but like I'm the original Nature Boy, and Rick and Rick Flair just stands there and goes, "Oh, what?" Like, no, that wasn't what's happening <laughs> in the '80s or the '90s. So it's just, it's just where we are in pro wrestling, man. Yeah, yeah, and hopefully, the next five to 10 years are going to be creating those new stars that we've been missing <laughs> for 20 years, you know, but I'm not going to, I'm not really going to say it's coming until I see it, you know, like there's no mainstream. I mean, Chris Jericho. Okay. But you know, to me, you're going to have to get like one to 2 million viewers each week to get back to that. Like even, in WCW and WWF's worst shows back in like the mid '90s, we're doing like 3.0s and stuff. So we're still a far cry from that, and like a like a normal wrestling audience of uh, 3.0s week in and week out still has a ways to go. And I hope it comes. I really do. I hope it comes soon because I do miss that. You know, it's it's so different now. And I watch it because, you know, I grew up loving it, but there's so much that I just don't pay attention to because, first of all, there's too much wrestling. I can't pay attention to enough of it. And second, like, nothing really stands out to me anymore. You know, the the cool things that do stand out are, are, you know, forgotten about a week or two later. So I just hope... AEW, AEW has to be the change that wrestling needs because WWE is just going to continue doing what they do until they start losing, I guess. Yeah. I'll give AEW credit for the production of the uh, entrance, though. It was pretty dope. That was. That was better than what WWE did, by the way. I, I liked yes. the pro and everything and like the darkness, but Why what they, AEW did was I, great. His theme music in WWE was trash. <laughs> like it, it was awful. Good. It was awful. I didn't. I couldn't hear it in AEW, so it might have. That there could have been bad. Like we were, you know, recording a podcast, but uh, his WWE's theme music was trash. Yeah, yeah. Like Yashki Zoidberg, I just seen that tweet. This tweet come up like. Wrestling needs to stop relying on. It says me. Wrestling needs to stop relying on old acts. Also me. Geriatric effing sting being called by Tony Schiavone. Take my money. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We are wrestling fans. We are suckers for nostalgia. Because again, 
you know why we're suckers for nostalgia? Because wrestling was dope 25 years ago. <laughs> well, not 25 years ago. That's 95. I would say 20 years ago. Wrestling was dope 20 years ago. We're just suckers for that nostalgia. That's right. You're listening to The Straight Shooters featuring Vaughn Johnson and Nick Picone, giving you the best and worst in the world of professional wrestling past and present. The Straight Shooters podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, the Radio.com app, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Spreaker, Player FM, and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. You can become a patron of The Straight Shooters for only $2 per month by signing up at patreon.com forward slash shooters radio. You'll get exclusive content never before heard from two of the best. You can also listen to classic episodes of The Straight Shooters at ShootersRadio.com. <laughs> Tony Schiavone. Cheering. Love it. Hey, Don Callis is back. Hey, look at that. You know, it's funny. I always thought it was C-A-L-L-U-S. <laughs> <laughs> Impact Wrestling. They acknowledge the fact that he's the president of Impact Wrestling. So yeah. maybe they're working something now with Impact there, which would be, I think it would be good for Impact. <laughs> like your impact you're like yes yes please ESPN tweeted about, about Sting's debut who? ESPN oh wow very interested to see the comments on that though when that rolls uh, in it's like yeah. who? how old is he? <laughs> cause it's like look we just watched we just watched Tyson and Roy Jones fight each other the other night oh yeah we did and they're combined over 100 years old too <laughs> Uh, and it was rough to watch, and it's literally what like we've been we, we watch in wrestling. We've seen this in wrestling before. <laughs> like we've seen two fifty year olds wrestle, and it ain't pretty. Uh, but the thing is, there's a big difference between Mike Tyson, who was the biggest draw in the world for a little bit, who hasn't fought in fifteen years, and Undertaker, who was never the biggest draw in the world. He's never even the biggest draw in wrestling at any point. Big draw, but I wouldn't say he's the biggest draw in wrestling. Um, but he didn't, he st- he kept wrestling. Like he kept yeah. coming back. Like yeah. we never got a chance to miss Undertaker. Uh, so yeah. big difference. Yeah. We saw him the same year that he left his glove and boots right. in the or not boots, but uh, like jacket in the ring or whatever. Uh, just a few months later in Philly, <laughs> he was teaming with Roman came, Reigns. Came right back. Was that Extreme Rules he came back? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that the same year? I think it was the same year. I think it? so. Yeah. I think so. It's 2017, wasn't it? Something like that, yeah. yeah. It was something like that. Maybe 2018, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I just I was like, oh, okay. But they are... Hopefully, hey, we might have a really long match here. Kenny Omega coming out. I'm looking at the ESPN comments, and a lot of people are. Uh, some people are like, "Oh, Sting," but other people are like, "Who cares?" Yeah, this is wrestling's not a sport. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll Who get cares? those. I'm sure. Yeah, you're gonna get those. 
Yeah, those are a lot of the people that was like, well. Somebody said, isn't he like 60? <laughs> yep. You should respond, 61. <laughs> Asterisk. 61, to be exact. Somebody else, he's like 90. That's funny. Not quite, but he's, he, somebody else, what year is this? Another person, old ass man. <laughs> Relax, he's 61. Like, then you got somebody fake. It's like, oh, what? You mean to tell me that this thing called pro wrestling isn't 100% real? Mm. So, look, it's the same thing with WWE, bro. If we knocked WWE, we had a whole episode about WWE using his older talents. Yeah, if you're it's a first time thing. listener and you, you never listened to our podcast, but then you like to say different things on Twitter, you know, we, we do it all, man. We call out what needs to be called out. <laughs> and trust me, we do it a lot with WWE, maybe even more so. But like I said earlier in this podcast, I want AEW to be great. And um, again, my fault for watching all those old WCW shows before AEW Dynamite started because gave me the wrong impression, I guess, of what wrestling should be in 2020 or re- what companies, what wrestling companies think they should be because it's just not going back to the way WCW was and how realistic it felt uh, watching that and how everything was explained and all that. So we're just going to get this entertainment product, which in AEW could be more athletic, but hey, on NXT, on the other channels, just as athletic, it might not be as... I mean. Same on Raw. AEW is pretty athletic once they bring the bell. It's just they do a lot of the shenanigans. They do some of the shenanigans. Right. That WWE sports does, entertainment. It's like, it's sports entertainment. Right. So somebody think, drove six hours to see John Moxley. Get out of town. You lying? <laughs> you did not drive no six hours in a pandemic to see John Moxley. And I like John Moxley. <laughs> I ain't going no six hours to see John Moxley specifically. <laughs> like I that ain't or anybody else for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Six hours, nah. We get, we get, we can, we can hop on a flight maybe, but not now because it's a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. See a, a random tweet come across my timeline. Did you see uh, WCW coming back? <laughs> I did see that. What the hell is going on with that? I have no idea. It's gotta be like. Uh, one of those weird how, monolith how type can, things. Like, <laughs> how can that even be possible? Doesn't WWE own all of it? Yeah, like, I saw that yeah. like, somebody said they own half of it. Someone like that's like what? Like, that's yeah. all. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, exactly. It might just be whatever. But uh, this guy Al Getz uh, tweeted yesterday: WCW came back today. Sting came back. Who or what is coming back tomorrow? Right, <laughs> ECW coming back? <laughs> oh man! Like, is is uh. NWA, well, technically NWA Wait, did N- come back. Right, NWA is already back. So I'm saying, like, it's Mid-South coming back. Is Jim Crockett Promotions coming back? Like, <laughs> JCP? Yeah. Is the uh, the UWF coming back? Um, <laughs> oh, man. Herb Abrams Promotion? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I saw that definitely come through the timeline, and it's just... Uh, I don't know. I, and it's like the first show is supposed to be Oct- or the first tapings or whatever, October 2021. So it's like, well, they're getting ahead of it. <laughs> but it, it's just got to be like, it, 
even a follow-up was like, yeah, WWE's letting me use half of the WCW stuff. It's like, what? That, is that even... What? That don't sound like WWE no, that at all. Does, that does not <laughs> sound like even a thing that happens ever, <laughs> much less WWE allowing it to happen. So. WWE is not one for sharing, not one bit. Yeah. So... I will say that was a nice little surprise, though. I, I honestly didn't expect Sting to ever go to AEW. I figured, you know, his time was done, but it was a cool little surprise. And I'm interested to see how they move forward with that. But I, you know what, man? I'm ready for a title change tonight. What do you see? I think it might happen. What do you see playing out? I think it might happen. I mean, they just... Put, Pulled up the stat. Moxley's had the belt for 277 days. Um, I mean, I can see it happening. And they got Kenny Omega kind of going on this heel run. Like, I think it. I think it's time. I think, and I think a heel Kenny Omega could work. Yeah, yeah, I'm for it. So I'm I'm down for it. I'm I'm just in need of a a change you know like moxley's not bad but i'm he like he hasn't done anything for me it's like nobody in wrestling does anything for me anymore it's like this whole roman reigns jay uso story actually captivates me and it's like the it's best tremendous thing, best thing i'm watching in wrestling right now and i just haven't had anything grab me like that in AEW anytime recently so uh you know even on raw i, I was i wasn't like I kind of like the McIntyre Orton stuff, but definitely not to the level I like. You like Reigns. the Orton Fiend stuff, though. See, I do because it's a callback, <laughs> and I'm I I like, th- I'm a sucker for that. We've lowered type the expectations stuff. quite a bit, though. That, Just because it's true. a callback doesn't mean it's any that's good. That's true. Nope. WWE, we're like, oh, WWE, use something from the past. Get out of town. <laughs> and it automatically makes it great. <laughs> right, they they remembered their own product. What? <laughs> this is amazing. Like that's that true. that storyline wasn't true. that good, bro. And that match was yeah. trash. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean that storyline wasn't that good. Andy Orton was a babyface committing arson, and then the match was awful. You remember that match, bro? Yeah, the, the, the uh, match with the projections. Oh yeah, of, of insects. That match was garbage. Uh, I, I, I don't know why that they decided to do that, but. Let's also if remember they, if they were not going to use a callback for a feud, this would be the one. Because don't call back <laughs> to that feud. That feud was trash. Well, you know he he tore down he like burned down the shed or whatever that that house. So you know you got it's nice to this is a different Bray Wyatt though. So I'm I'm interested to see. Hopefully, it can result in a better in ring match if and when it happens, uh, or maybe it's not. Maybe it's going to be another cinematic match somewhere. But you know I. I thought the holding think, Alexa you think Bliss. The fiend, the fiend who doesn't sell anyone's moves and does like two or three of them himself is going to make for a better in ring match than the 2017 WrestleMania with Bray Wyatt. Psychology wise, it could. We'll see, bro. See what happens. Because <laughs> everything with Roman Reigns right now is psychology. And the, the, no, that stuff the is brilliant. dialogue, the dialogue inside the ring, like that's the stuff that's captivating me. And I knowing. I'm just kind of laughing because I'm like, this is wrestling, and he's they're like talking to each other, and I, I'm just laughing, but it's good stuff. That stuff is honestly brilliant. Like I gotta give WWE credit for that. They they, yeah. they don't deserve a lot of credit for a lot of things, but this <laughs> that that Roman Reigns USO story, and they got Kevin Owens involved now. Right. Yeah. I think it's great. So, and a, a lot go, of people, 
you know, like I, I'm kind of torn now because I think it's so good that if they can really string this out to WrestleMania and actually have Jey Uso beat Roman, but I, I, I don't know if that's the way they're going to go at this point, but that would be the story if there's no fans allowed at WrestleMania and then you kind of maybe do Rock and Roman next year. Or 2022, but no, if you got yeah. rock for 2021, you do rock <laughs> 2021. Well, with no fans, like I don't know if they're gonna don't matter, do bro. That. You got the rock, I don't know, don't man. matter. I mean, I would rock. love it personally because I'm not going anywhere, so I'd love to just sit on my couch and watch it. But, um, yeah, fans, if, no fans, you booked the rock, <laughs> but I, it, it, you know, a lot of people were like, hey, Big E could be the guy to be Roman, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate that. Um, but you have to, either. you know, start that at the Rumble. I wouldn't hate that either. But here we go. We got Moxley and Omega for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship, the main event of the evening. It is 9.32 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And here we are. This is going to close out the show. It'll be great. I have had the sound low, but I don't know if they said anything. It would be great if this was commercial-free. <laughs> I don't know. They did throw up a uh, State Farm logo. I don't know if that meant anything. I could, like, like you said, I can't hear them neither. But here we go. Yeah, this is uh, probably the biggest main event in Dynamite history right now. I would say so. Yeah, It's up there. <laughs> Kenny with a chop but hurts himself. <laughs> Not Mox. You know what they call them? The knife edge. Knife edge chops. <laughs> <laughs> that's always, you that's know, always the thing. like what's the knife? The, the like with the knife's edge, like like yeah. when it cuts you. <laughs> so or is it the other side, the uh, the the broad side of the knife? I don't know. Like maybe, I, I, yeah, I don't knife know edge either, chop. But it's funny because uh, I was watching an old super tape on the WWE Network, and it was like Lord Alfred Hayes doing these, calling these moves, and they would show you that actual word of it like on the screen they would freeze you know the match and go back and one of them was like an orient express matchup and tanaka was in and he was he did like the knife edge chop and then like a jump karate kick and uh all all these different (laughs) things and it was great i enjoyed it brought back memories oh yeah that was kenny almost did a quite a little spill there jumping karate kick yeah dude you gotta i gotta show you which one it was because Lord Alfred Hayes is hilarious in it. <laughs> just the, he's like devastating. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> Moxley, uh, I haven't said this on the air, but Moxley in his uh, gear looks like Brian from Tekken. I don't know if you ever played Tekken when you were a kid, uh, but Tekken was a Brian Fury from Tekken. But he Tekken, great fighting game. Uh, I did not play it, unfortunately. Oh man, did what did, did you just play? Did you just watch? I literally wrestling? sat that, that there. I literally sat there, rocked against my couch to watch wrestling, my whole Apparently, childhood. Never played Tekken. Not one, two, three, four. It's like eight, literally like eight Tekken games. Like you never. Yeah, played I played mostly uh, like the Ken Griffey Jr. baseball stuff and and Warzone. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then when I got finally got the Xbox, I would play the other sports like hockey and football. So yeah, but he looks like Brian from Tekken. That's just my <laughs> observation there about that. Um, Brian Fury, uh, ooh, big suplex on the outside. 
Moxley just found out he's going to be a dad soon. You see that? Renee. Uh, yeah, Paquette I did. I did. With child. Congratulations to them. All right. Very cool to see. Very it's got cool to be to tough see. during the pandemic, though. Like, like Seth Rollins, too. Like, you're leaving the house. Mm. You're going to Florida weekly when you got a pregnant wife yeah. or a girlfriend or a fiance. I think I think uh, Seth and Becky are engaged, right? But yeah, they're pregnant they're at home. By now. <laughs> they might be. I don't know. I forget. But I know Renee Young or Renee Paquette and uh, Mockley are married. But it's got to be tough, you know. You got to be real careful, man. Right now, yeah. you don't want to. One, you don't want to get it yourself. But if you get it, then you don't want to potentially spread it to your pregnant significant other. Right. Oh, and they I got those little warmers. It's cold there. They got the warmers. You see that little round? I don't know if you saw it in the background yeah. there, but that was like a yeah. heater, like a big, yeah. big heater. They probably using the sideline on like football games. <laughs> yeah. probably, they probably <laughs> took that from the Jaguar Stadium. <laughs> yeah, they probably did. Even though I don't know why they would ever really have them. I mean, it doesn't get that cold that often in Jacksonville, but true. But they got them there because yeah, it's cold least, down there. At least they got them. Hey, <laughs> right. and also That's probably fo- why they're working in front of it too. So just work in front of that heater, well, they're, bro. They're it's also cold. yeah. They're also uh, you know half dressed. So even though yes, they're probably sweating still. I'm sure yeah, they Moxley feel that isn't wearing uh, compression here. sleeves <laughs> and like Under Armour, right? You know. And like football players can do when it gets a little cold out there. Some players who wearing like hoodies, like like little real yeah, thin hoodies yeah, underneath, yeah. Jersey. Well, I found that interesting. Yeah, one of my uh, favorite things growing there up is watching back, playoff. Back, oh, back yep. in front of the, the, the heater. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back here, That's man. Cold, Let's get bro. back here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you know what? Let's go back in front of that heater real quick, bro. It's cold over there. <laughs> But what was my, your, you said your favorite thing was watching. One of my uh, favorite memories of the 1993 baseball playoffs, uh, not only the Phillies going to the World Series, but so many people were wearing, like, sweatshirts underneath the, oh, the, yeah. the uh, jersey because it was so cold. And, I, you know, it was October. It's so different now than it was, what, 27 years ago. But uh, I always tried to mimic that style, especially when baseball started up in, like, April and there was still, like, a chill in the air and I would wear <laughs> a sweatshirt underneath, like, my jersey and my jersey would barely fit because it was, you know, meant <laughs> it was meant for, you know, like, my body size, but I was always wearing a sweatshirt. I wanted to, like, mimic that look no matter if I felt hot or not. So, <laughs> just made me laugh. Want to like Cruck? Yeah, that's right, man. I definitely... And definitely a sleeve where I play flag football. Like if it gets like below sixty, I'm like sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it. we had a. Uh, I think it was if it was below sixty, uh, was it fifty? I don't remember when I was coaching baseball, but uh, you know the pitchers would have to wear their. Actually, no, every player would have to bring sleeves every single practice just in case it got cold. Uh, even if it was like April or May. You know, some days would be colder than others, and you just have them. I mean, if you toss like, them yeah, on, I'm pretty sure you're practice. doing your little spring training, and like in March and stuff like that in April, well, like it's March, cold still. One hundred percent. There was a year that we had to cancel five preseason games because it just kept snowing in that March, and we would start like the first week of March, and it was just a brutal winter, and uh, we didn't get our first preseason game until April, and then I think the 
regular season was postponed maybe a week for everybody in South Jersey. So, yeah, it was crazy. We couldn't even practice outside because the field was covered. We, we'd go in the park a lot to have them throw outside so they could at least get a good long toss in. But then they would have to come right back in, do like infield, outfield drills, and hitting in the batting cage. Huh. Ooh, working a knee apparently. Love oh, a good story. Oh, now the head. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. So <laughs> Billy Gunn in the front row, checking out the action. Billy Gunn is like well into his fifties and still looks like. <laughs> it still looks the same. He's like thirty-five. Yeah. <laughs> he is Jack. That lucky, lucky guy. Good, good genetics, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say good genes, bro. Because I mean, you can work out. Sometimes you, can, you can still work out. Like like Kurt Angle still works out, but he don't look like Billy Gunn. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know, Steve Austin works out. He still looks pretty good, but he don't like Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn is chiseled mm. from granite and <laughs> still yeah. like looking like it's 1999 still. <laughs> Okay, he's working the knee again. Okay. Yeah, that's. Uh... I forgot. I didn't know Cesar Bononi was in AEW. I must have missed that. I'm looking at the results here from Dark, which right. I, th- I I think this is cool. It's showing the results from the other show, like who won, who lost, like makes them the the results seem inter- you know seem important. Yeah, oh, now we have a. Except really when you long can't one. read the. Except <laughs> when you can't read it. <laughs> that was like a. Yeah, the font's too small. Come it on, was. baby. It was. My eyes ain't doing nothing but worse. I can't see that. Just have like a, a ticker at the bottom. Yeah, the, like a bottom line. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like is that a, a ticker? Yeah. <laughs> Why is it so hard sometimes? For like, have it come up and scroll across. Yeah. It's only what like three or four minutes. I, I like the I like the idea. I like the uh, the thought behind it. The execution could have been better, especially with that last. Yeah, I don't even know. Last is it, graphic is that from the dark that was taped before this, or that aired last night? Like, I don't know. I don't remember because I don't. There's a lot of matches on. I there. don't really watch it. it. It's too much, man. It's too much. If it was still just an hour, I'd be like, okay, like I'm, I'm home. I'm, I'm, you know, not going to work every day right now. I'll put it on on a Tuesday night. But when it's like two or three hours, I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, I'm not watching two or three hours. I don't want to watch three hours of Raw. <laughs> I'm not going to watch your B-show. That's three hours. I'm not going to watch the number one wrestling show in the world for three hours. <laughs> I'm not going to watch the B-show of AEW for three hours. No disrespect to the talent, because that's why they're doing it. They got a lot of talent. They got they to yeah. use them. That's right. You got to justify paying them. So you can't make Dynamite longer, because that's... TNT, that's a, little, that's a time slot. Two hours. Boom. But can do dark as long as we want. So, <laughs> And I can choose to ignore it. <laughs> like I do and most of There you weeks. go. Because I don't even do the same thing for WWE. If they had like a show on YouTube, unless it was the bump, I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> So that reminds me, I missed the bump this Ooh, morning. Big suplex. 
Yeah. Oh no, he missed a bump. Yeah, gotta watch that. Adam Cole was apparently on there, on there according to a push yeah. alert that I got from yeah. WWE. Yeah, I had it on uh, silent uh, when I was working, but I did not get to rewatch it. So mm, that's a shame. Tough break, kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Ooh, headbutt. Ooh. Did you see Linda McMahon's tweet earlier? <laughs> I did not. All it says is at Steph McMahon. Think. So clearly it was probably what? like a <laughs> erroneous tweet, you know. It's like a text message. Yeah. And I responded with a video. I quote tweeted it with a video of Steph slapping her twice. It was hilarious. <laughs> is it still up? It is. It is. Just think? Just think. And then I don't see it. Here I'll see. Take it taking it down. Nah, it's still there, I think. Let's see. I don't see it. Yeah. All right. It, it's because it's on the tweet and replies. It's not in her right. I'm looking at that. I think it deleted it. Well, let's say it. <laughs> Quote tweeted it with a video of her slapping her twice and it just made me laugh. I think you'll get a good chuckle out of it. I would not be surprised if that tweet is deleted. Or has been deleted, mm. I should say. Okay, we got a State Farm commercial in the middle of this match. Let me know so. if you could see uh, see the tweet from mine. State Farm is a presenting sponsor of the match, apparently. So <laughs> that makes sense. All right, let's see what we got here. Oh, it said Linda McMahon. I thought you said Vince McMahon. I'm sorry. Uh, yes, the tweet is still there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Linda, maybe they had an argument about politics. <laughs> yeah, so that that was the first thing I wanted to like respond with and be like, "Oh wait, <laughs> St- Steph voted for Biden." But uh, yeah, Steph was yeah. like, "Mom, you just stop messing with this loser dude in the White House. He lost, bro. It's <laughs> over. Pack, wrap it up, B." Imagine Steph being the best McMahon out of all. Right. <laughs> I mean, whatever. I mean, look, I don't agree with. I don't like her character on TV all the time, but I don't mean that. I don't change the person she is in her life life but uh what if that was the case though she's like mom he lost you should stop this like don't put your reputation don't hinge your reputation on this like it's only gonna go bad for you <laughs> and it's, linda tweets at her just think <laughs> <laughs> Steph is just like oh, oh, oh i've thought about it <laughs> i know that man lost yep yeah yeah Oh man, that's funny. That's a weird. That's a weird. That's, I'm sure that was a text message, but how? I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. Yeah, maybe it was supposed to be a DM, I guess, instead of a text <laughs> message. But like clearly, she, she, unless I know you can turn off notifications, so I don't know if she ever looks at her Twitter if like people tweeting her or anything like that or even gets notifications of that but I mean you would think that if she noticed you would think that if she noticed she would have deleted it I'm sure she gets a lot of notifications not just about wrestling but about politics right now (laughs) 
so she probably ignores the vast majority of those. I mean, I'm I'm just saying, if you're a famous person, uh, I wouldn't have notifications on. Like, if I was, no, it would just be I, annoying. No, right? no, because you get notifications every day, all exactly, day. Exactly, exactly. It's no, bad no, enough that, when like one of my tweets goes viral. <laughs> I'm like, my phone's gonna die because it right. gets so hot. Phone's going but, crazy. That's just one day. Yeah. Imagine if you're like LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> so no, nah, that doesn't. That, that's not happening. Oh, oh! He's pinning him. Omega landed on top of him. He's pinning him. Come on! Oh, his 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 shoulders up were that time. Omega landed on top of him. <laughs> that was quite the force the of the DDT. It was so much. He's <laughs> gonna get a sledgehammer. No, steel chairs. Sledgehammer. TLC match. <laughs> By the way, I think uh, I don't even remember. Was it SmackDown? Somebody brought a steel chair out, or was it Raw? I don't even remember. But definitely getting uh, a chairs match at the TLC pay per view. I mean, of course, got to get a tables match. You got to get a ladder match. Got to get a chairs match. The only question is, are we getting a stairs match? Let's hope. Remember not. that gimmick hope, they tried that one year? That was so trash. Yeah, let's hope that was just a one year thing. I well, mean, look, it has gonna, been. They haven't done it. They're going to have a debate. And they're going to have work. a sit down. <laughs> but they have. That was like 2014. They haven't done it since. Tables, lattice, chairs, and stairs. It does not feel like that long ago. <laughs> it was like 2014. I promise you. It was. <laughs> That's how bad it was. That's why. What it, is this? It feels like it was just yesterday. In the middle of. The match. They're going to sit down and so, slap each other in the face. There we go. What is happening right See, now? I would hate being a part of this because uh, you hit me in the ear. I'm not going to be able to hear her for like a week. Right. Mess <laughs> up my equilibrium like that, bro. Punches. None of them will break their jaw, but Finn Balor will. Oh, like some craziness. <laughs> oh! oh. Can you make that? I had enough of this. <laughs> He held his head right away. He's like, oh, what did I get myself into? I don't understand the point of that spot. <laughs> that whole spot of them. Now, sitting now the chairs are, like, chairs are it's gone. Chairs are gone. It's like proof of like, let's let's prove how tough guys we are. But like uh, in the middle of the match, maybe start the match that way. I don't know. Maybe Starting just, it? Yeah, that would be. Maybe, I'll, maybe I'm overthinking it. <clears throat> well, we got 10 minutes left, so <laughs> at least. Ooh. Even Fightful said the slapping contest in the middle of a championship match kind of lame. I was like, yeah, that was kind of weird. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Kenny landed on top of his head. Yeah, man. That was, that was kind of weird. Yeah. In the middle of the match. Not like to start it. I can see, like I said, if you start it, you sit the chairs down like, hey, come here. Let's just do this. <laughs> like Instead of like back in the day, they do the feet of strength, which was <laughs> yeah, stupid. Exactly. <laughs> I loved it, man. That was, it was always stupid when they did the feet of strength. It was stupid as hell, but I loved it. <laughs> And somebody would do the big sell. Oh my god, by my head! <laughs> but always the comeback. <laughs> you know, maybe you started off that way. Yeah, that that is funny because we don't see that anymore. That feet of strength thing. No, it's maybe Uva. like I said. Maybe if you did the um that at the beginning, 
like it was a feat of strength type of thing, I could have oh. bought it. Oh, always hate the dive. The dive to the outside should be outlawed, just like the feat of strength. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the, the, there have been more dives over the years than the feats of strength. All right, like, <laughs> that's like what I'm saying. All time, like, like, like oh, all time, time. <laughs> like there was throughout the history of wrestling, there have been way more dives than feats of strength. Yeah, it's true because you get like three or four a, a match, if at the least. It's crazy. I just, yeah. I don't get it. I never will get it. I don't understand why that's a wrestling spot, but. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Get off my lawn. I'm very self-aware. I'm, I'm very self-aware. <laughs> right. We we old and washed, and this is what you get on the straight shooters. Exactly. Like we're we're not. We don't think we're better than you. We just understand that how we sound sometimes. But yeah, I just I'll we, never. We get like the dives. doing old people stuff, like sitting back and drinking wine on a Wednesday night <laughs> while watching wrestling, <laughs> like very adult things. Like, you know what I did Sunday? What? I bought I bought furniture. <laughs> I felt <laughs> See, that's Saturday. A big, that's a big thrill, though. I, I did that Saturday, and I felt very accomplished when I did that. I was like, <laughs> I bought a mattress, bro. Nice. Hell yeah. I was pumped when I bought that mattress. Got a good deal on it, too. Good. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> mattress firm looked out. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Mattress Firm. Y'all want to sponsor the show. You move, ah, move there you go. Yeah. I need a new mattress, too, by the way. So... Look, you better hit up Mattress Firm hit right hit. now, bro. Mattress Firm. I'm serious. Hit, hit. hit him up right now. They got some deals that'll make you squeal. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you just went with that, didn't you? <laughs> I did. I off the top of the dome. Uh, we'll leave that in. <laughs> yeah, we're, we are full-blown adults in this podcast, though. Full-blown. You know what I'm looking forward to? Seeing Kenny Omega win because I think that's going to happen. Okay, okay, we'll see, we'll see. It's a good match so far. Just want, a, want a new champ? We've had but a good five V triggers so far. <laughs> probably gonna get five more. Well, they'll probably uh, have a few more dives before the ending sequence. I'm sure. Oh, oh, oh! People are sending, putting memes on Twitter of Sting and AEW, but like they're putting memes like Jerry Rice when M- he's on the Seahawks. Yeah. MJ and the Wizards. I saw that one. Right, <laughs> Hakeem Olajuwon with the the Raptors and Patrick Ewing with the Magic. Like that's great. It's, <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny, but it's true though, man. Like yeah. these people get made fun of in other sports and wrestling. You are fifty. You can still work. Probably <laughs> like we can get you another match. Like that's right. Probably but put like, uh, oh. In any other sport, it's like if you are thirty, you're like, oh, they're like, oh, he getting old. <laughs> like, we might have to look elsewhere. Got to do the Emmett Smith with the Cardinals one. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. It's just, that's exactly what it is. Ooh, what is this? Ow! What was that? Is, is that some more heaters? <laughs> um, who else? Who else can we put in that category? Like, um. Maybe T.O. with the Bills or the Bengals. Oh, I mean, man. T.O. was still, yeah. was still good. Know. I'm not going to hate he on T.O. T.O. was still good with those teams. He was. I think he had a thousand-yard season with the Bills. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else we could put in that. Uh, like the last season wash. <laughs> the last wash season on the Alshon other team. Jeffrey with the Eagles. <laughs> I'm not. No comment on that. 
Nah, uh, because he played in the Super Bowl with a torn rotator cuff. Exactly. 100%. He was walking around Novacare that offseason with a sling, with his arm in a sling. <laughs> I saw it with my own two eyes. I seen it. Um, but I'm trying to think of um, this fake injury <laughs> angle now going on. Uh, we'll see how this goes. Um, oh, man. So many other examples. Sean Kemp on the Cavaliers, maybe. <laughs> uh, we can, I hate to suspect AI because I love Allen Iverson. Uh, him yeah. on the Grizzlies or the Pistons. <laughs> 100%. I love AI. I'm glad he came back and finished his career with the Sixers. But <laughs> when he's with the Pistons and the Grizzlies, it just didn't feel right at all. He was still good on the Nuggets, though. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, maybe Shaq on the Celtics. <laughs> like, <laughs> Man, I even forgot about that one. Uh, yeah. Um, Are they gonna- Tim, Tim Brown, who was a legend for the Raiders, ended his career with the Bucks. <sighs> Somebody said Brett Favre on the Vikings. Ah, he was good. He was though, good with the Vikings that one year. Yeah. That one year with the Vikings, he was good. The, the, after that, it was it was a wrap. Did Boxley just try to turn heel? Like, what the hell was that? Uh, oh, microphone. He just did. That's a heel turn. Well, that was Omega hitting Moxley. Not Moxley, yeah, Omega. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Omega just turned heel. Well, he was already heading that way anyway. And is, is, Cal- is Don Callis going to be Omega's manager? I don't know, but yeah, Moxley hit Callis, so... I mean, I guess My, we're apparently at that Ma- right now. Cal's always busted open. <laughs> Good Lord, have mercy! He's busted open. I'm gonna do the Snoop Dogg. I don't know if you saw the commentary Snoop Dogg had for the Tyson fight. He's <laughs> like, "Oh some Lord!" Of some of it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh he, Lord! His commentary was a meme. You know, two minutes after the fight, it was, was over. So. Fantastic! Oh man, I'm, probably I'm during the fight. Like five, honestly, I told you we'll get like five more V triggers in this. We got three, <laughs> three. Yeah. Yeah, because number four, <laughs> it gets to a point where that's the only move Kenny Omega yes. knows in this match. Yeah. Is, yeah. is all he does. All he only did four. <laughs> I think we're about to get a new champion, bro. That referee's like, all right, come on. Go home, guys. I think we're about to get a new champion and Don Callis and uh, Kenny Omega as like the package deal Ooh. in AEW. One, two. That's three. it. Yeah, we did. Kenny Omega wins the AEW championship. AEW AEW champion. That's a big ass boner right now. Whoa. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know. <laughs> Some people are hating on this finish on Twitter. Already? Right yeah. Why? Because it was just too telegraphed. It, it did, it's, a, it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of shenanigans. Sports entertainment finish. You know, that's what it is. That that's a hundred percent fair. It's just I guess they didn't like all the shenanigans that went along with it and down Callus being involved and you know. Not he's running, like the running away for Kenny <laughs> Omega. Right, they're running away. He almost went the, through the wrong entrance. But exactly like what did he do that Is that Tony Khan? Khan? Yeah. What are they running away from? He beat him. <laughs> Tony Khan. Like it wasn't really nefarious, was it? I mean the microphone. Get it with the microphone. That, that's, that was against the rules. That could be way. It's the simple stuff. That'd be way different. Look, and all the all the people are, are demolishing Kenny Omega. That's a good touch. 
That's a good touch for AEW. But he was already kind of being a heel. I don't understand. But it. this is flat out, flat out cheated. <laughs> and he got, it, Don right. Callis helped him. <laughs> Don keeps looking back. It's the cameraman. Look at the camera. That cameraman is hustling. You see the shadow yes. of the cameraman hustling? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that steady cam. <laughs> good for him. <laughs> Earn his check tonight. Somebody in the. Somebody gonna come out? No. Anybody gonna come out? Oh wow! They gonna have Kenny Omega go on Impact Wrestling? Don Callis Don Callis said Tuesday we'll tell you all about it on Impact Wrestling or something like that. That what he said? Yeah. That's kind of funny. <laughs> I don't know if he th- if he said that. That's wild. They're gonna have a little uh, working agreement with Impact. I'm not. Su- I told you. Th- There's a reason why Don Callis is on the television, uh, uh, being acknowledged. Well, yeah, as that, that's what I thought was resident. gonna happen. But he was literally like, "On Tuesday, we're gonna tell you all about it," or something like that. So, yeah, I see that on Twitter right now. Well, here we go. Hmm. We got a little Impact uh, AEW working relationship right now. So. There you have it. History has been made on AEW Dynamite. Not only is Kenny Omega the new AEW World Heavyweight Champion, uh, he is a heel. He was admonished by everyone in the AEW locker room, including Jim Ross. Uh, Don Callis helped him hit somebody with the microphone. But now, apparently, he's going to show up on Impact Tuesday night. So now we got some cross promotion here between <laughs> Impact and AEW. But I thought, which, by the way, I thought Impact was already taped. So for like uh, the month, I don't know. so I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting. I don't, I don't know, know if Kenny Omega will happen. show up, but we'll see if Don Callis says anything. But it'd be it'd be crazy to see Kenny Omega show up on Impact. <laughs> like I said, I don't think people like the finish, like all the shenanigans with the finish. Oh, somebody put up Deion Sanders with the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> But mm. he was good with the Ravens. He had a decent season. What, but, if, what if you put like Goldberg in WWE? <laughs> that's messed up. What, like 2003? No, no. Uh, the like the, the Greg Goldberg. Greg, Greg Goldberg. Got you, got you. <laughs> yeah, <man>. But <laughs> and Kenny Omega... He's going to explain himself on Impact. So we got the Impact AEW relationship popping off. So that's going to be that's super interesting. Good for Impact, by the way. And I'm sure that's because, again, people in you know people look out for their homies. Okay. Yeah. All right. It happens in sports, and it's apparently happening in wrestling because. Kenny Omega and Don Callis go back to the Winnipeg days and they homies. So guess what? Kenny Omega's probably like, look, you know, we don't have a relationship with Ring of Honor. We don't have a relationship with New Japan. But my homie Don Callis is down in Impact. You know what I'm saying? We we should we should get a relationship with them. And he's gonna be on Impact you know, on Tuesday, apparently. So yeah. well, that's I, not he, by accident. He even made sure to say access TV. He even made sure. So. Oh yeah. Come on now. <laughs> We got to sell it. You got to sell it for all it's worth. That's right. 
but so yeah it, it pays to be friends with executives and other companies let's just say that you know it it, it helps you know so yeah and listen i dvr impact every night uh, or every night so, every week and uh you know i don't always watch it front to back like i, I fast forward through a lot but this is obviously going to make me sit through a lot uh, and probably open up many new stars that I haven't seen before because I know uh, the Rascals already left, so I don't, I don't know exactly how they're going to replace them or if they can, but this is uh, as good a plan as any <laughs> at this time for Impact. Somebody said that this is the biggest, this maybe the biggest shot fired at WWE to date. I love it. Brilliant. Uh, let's not get carried away. Who said that? <laughs> like, somebody, I'm not going to say who. Oh. But <laughs> I can always search uh, it. <laughs> but biggest let's not get carried shot. away. It's... Most of the people who are watching Dynamite right now don't have access TV. <laughs> like, <laughs> and there's no disrespect to access. It's just not available in, all, in, the, in the wide variety of homes. oh yeah so I, un- I unfollowed this guy a long time ago so. <laughs> so that's just that's just wild to say something like that let's not get carried away is it is Listen, it kind of wild it's gonna happen it's kind of wild it's gonna happen people are gonna be like oh aw has th- this this is literally what tony khan meant by i guess uh changing the balance of power in wrestling people are gonna be like oh to- they're gonna go back to that quote and be like tony khan said the balance of power was changing let's not and get carried away bro that's what they're gonna say i don't personally believe it I-, I i like what i saw but the balance of power has not changed at all yet i like impact's tweet it's uh tuesdays are the new wednesdays man wednesdays suck what are they talking about <laughs> But I'm tired of all this it's, wrestling. <laughs> is it cool for for uh, both promotions? Yeah, Impact, AEW gets access to more talent. Impact gets more exposure. <laughs> Someone put Sting next to Patrick Ewing with the Sonics. <laughs> oh man! But is it going to like Red Hall with the Coyotes? I don't. Oh, like, I don't man. know. I didn't know Bret Hart played for the Coyotes. So that, that, <laughs> no, you do. You can tell me about that. If it, I guess he was washed. Um, uh, maybe Lindros on the Maple Leafs. Wasn't he on the Maple Leafs at the end? Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, or uh, uh, I don't know. How about Chris Galoff on the Flyers? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Even though he wasn't, he wasn't necessarily old and wise. Uh, he was just terrible. <laughs> but, unreal. Um, Mike Richards. <laughs> Wasn't didn't Peter Forsberg play for the Flyers? He did. You know what? I'm gonna he use that, that one. For us. I'm gonna use yeah. that one. Peter Forsberg played for the Flyers at one point. But either way, that's gonna uh, that's yeah. gonna hit a nerve with uh, our Philly crowd. So <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. it. <laughs> Sting showing up at WW AEW like <laughs> Peter Forsberg. Um. <laughs> Love it. I love it. This that was right after the NHL lockout, by the way, and why we were all hyped. It's like, yeah, was it, is that 2012? And you uh, no, it was uh, the other one, the 20, 2005, the, oh, the 2004 yeah. lockout. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Oh yeah. my god. Yep. That's when they started changing the. That's yeah. Didn't they miss a whole season? Yeah, they did. Something like that wasn't an entire season. Wow, that's wild. NHL. How did that happen? <laughs> like, yep. It was the whole season, but. Uh, you can't even say like Yarmir Yago on the Flyers. He was good on the Flyers. He was that one year. <laughs> yeah, he, he was, was really great. good, actually. He was really great for Claude Giroux, too. <laughs> right, he was dope, actually. Um, 
But yeah, it was a historic night here on the Straight Shooters. New champions, Stang showed up on Dynamite. Uh, so yeah, big night. So I think it's a, a good time to wrap it up with some plugs, please, Nick. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it was fun. And you can follow me at Nick Picot on Twitter. Follow us at Shooters Radio on Twitter. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Shooters Radio. And you can find this podcast and other sports-centric items at phillyinfluencer.com and phillyvoice.com. I am at Vaughn M. Johnson on Twitter. Uh, if you can't find me there, you can potentially find me out here in these streets, but not really. I mean, this is kind of bad right now <laughs> with the pandemic. Yeah. But you can find my writing on philadelphiaeagles.com. So check me out there. Um, <laughs> my girlfriend is telling me, giving me the options. McNabb on the Redskins. How about that? Uh, there you go. On, on Washington, I should say. Yeah. Or McNabb on the Vikings. He played with the Vikings, the Vikings after yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's rough. Yeah. Well, I forgot about that. Um, but uh, check me out, philadelphiaeagles.com. Uh, yeah, check out some of my writing there. Uh, you can check us out on Patreon as well, patreon.com slash radio. When we do our deep dives, we take requests for those as well, just so you know. So, you know, you can leave it up to you if you want us to do a deep dive on something, something wrestling related, obviously. Um, it could be a television show, it could be a movie. Like we did No Holds Barred uh, with Hulk Hogan and stuff like that. So if you want us to do a, you have a request for a deep dive, or you want to check out some other exclusive content that we produce for our Patreon, patreon.com slash radio. you can subscribe for that content uh, for the nominal fee of 2 bucks a month so check us out there and check us out on all of those podcast platforms that we mentioned earlier in the show for nick pacone i am vaughn johnson thanks for listening to episode 262 of the straight shooters and we'll catch y'all again next week peace